This is the Ridiculously Random Podcast where we talk about everything except pro wrestling. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, can I can I can I get a word in here? I want to introduce myself. Oh, wait a second. I haven't even introduced myself. I, I'm your your host, Big Ray, and this is my co-host Colin Weissong. Yes, yeah, so this is the Ridiculously Random Podcast where we talk about movies, tech, games, pop culture, pretty much whatever the f- we want to talk about. Oh, will you stop? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the show. By way of the stock exchange, he is here for big money. Colin Wysong, come on down. Next up, he puts the big in Big Apple. Big Ray Hernandez, come on down. You're each the next contestants on the Ridiculously Random Podcast. So going down. I'm gonna I'm gonna win both showcases, Ray, at the Don't. end of the show tonight. So you know, me and Colin have been talking for about six minutes. And uh we were talking to nobody, just ourselves. Because we forgot to click the live button until we saw. Let me see where is this here but let me put it over right here. here um m media media m5 uh, yes m30. 30 my fucking ass and also this one right here where is it uh bah, 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 bah. it says 935 is that that's not what i said i didn't well, say that well hey suge maybe he's locked in another bathroom that's not nice that's sherry sherry i can't sherry believe fucking sherry's actually here yeah sherry's up sherry's up watching the show live well you know what? why don't we do this at the very top of the show, Colin, you know how we do this, right? Yeah, let's do it. And I didn't change the song yet, so so we got this. It's kind of soft. Turn it up well, a little bit. I don't. I can do. Uh, you want me to? I know I have the sunny. Mail. All right. You know what? You want me to do the other one? No, this is nice. Okay. Can you guys hear it? Can you guys hear the 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 chat music? How's that? Let us know. One's in the chat. If you can hear the chat music. Uh, I think they can. I think they can hear the chat music. I can hear it a little bit better now. I think you raised it up. I did. Yeah, fingers, fingers in holes. If you can hear the chat music. Yeah. Uh, Fingers not in holes. Uh, Two fingers together. If you can't hear the chat music, that's no bueno. Okay, I'm excited. All right, everybody can hear it. Is it too loud? All I see is I, I see Colin being like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh. Are you going, SpongeBob? I can't do Patrick. It's time to do the show, Colin. Mr. Krabs, you like me? That fucking face, SpongeBob gimmick. Okay, Mr. Krabs. Anyway, Colin, who is in the chat? I'm fucking excited. I didn't do any show this morning. I feel refreshed. You know, it's my fucking 46th birthday. Generally, fucking blue. Whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? Uh, she, she blew she the really candles blew out. Me, she blew me away. Mm. Just saying. Wonderful. Delicious dinner. Fantastic gifts. Great drinks. Dude, she made these fucking lime and cherry jello shots. So we were getting blizzasted on those things, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Holy shit, Mario's in the. Oh, you know what? Who's in the chat right now, Colin? Let me see who I have here. We've got Buckshot Kid is in the oh, chat. Shit. Homeboy eighty eight, Lizbeth. Mm-hmm. We got Buckshot Kid representing the Twitch channel and the YouTube channel. Uh, Javi Uchia. Media M five. Hey, Shug, it's me, Sherry. I'm in the chat. Don't forget about me. She have her, ch- her, her jugs here with her? I got, I got fur burgers for everybody tonight, y'all. And jugs. And, and jugs. Mm-hmm. Who else uh, we got? Let's see. Uh, got Lawrence Weaver's back, ladies and gentlemen. Scott Woodford yeah. in the chat. Kibbles and Bits, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Uh, Gam Wolfers, Canada Spaceman. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm keep scrolling, keep scrolling, and I think you said uh, you got Elizabeth uh, here. Mario She's was in the chat. Mario Hernandez, Elizabeth is in the chat. Is also in the chat. We got Alexa all the way from Germany, wishing you a happy birthday, Big Ray. How do Thank they you. say it in German, Alexa? Yeah. Let us How do we know. say it, Alexa? Imagine that my fucking house starts turning its lights on and off. So I'm asking her questions. Scott Woodford's drunk. Fantastic. To have jello shots off the stomach, Big Ray. So, you know, by the time we finish this podcast here in the United States, you know what day it is, right? It's, oh, hell yeah. It's Austin 316 day. Well, no, that, that's today, Colin. Today's the 16th. Yesterday was the 15th. The Ides of March. Tomorrow is. You're joking, right? St. Patrick's Day. Yes. St. Patty's Day. Also, my father's birthday. My Gluckwunch. That's what. That's how you say it in German. Herzlinken, Herzlinken, Gluckwunch. Is that right? I Am I doing so, this right? Yeah. I got. Think so. Mm. You gotta have more. More. You gotta be more angry. Don't do that, Colin. You gotta be more angry. <laughs> Don't do that. Anyway, I'm fucking excited, dude. Damn, man, I've been hanging out with my wife for the, like the last two days, and we're not like most married couples. We're like actually really fucking best friends, and I'm not saying that. You know, Colin, I'm pretty fucking honest. Yeah. Like, we get along splendidly. We are our, our, each other's best company. Bro, we laughed so fucking much over the last two days. Getting, I'm telling you, bro, it, we had so much fucking fun, man. It was it was really good. The only thing is that we're since I'm 46, by 1030, I was getting tired. So Yeah. Yeah. Just putting it out there, you know? Yeah. Lab Rat's here. Lab Rat coming in the chat. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog will probably find his way here later on. Well, listen, uh, I just wanted to put over something. This is breaking news. I don't. Do I have the breaking news music? I gotta get the breaking news music. Here, I got you. <laughs> that's news. not breaking. That's not breaking news music. You fucking prick. We <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. With your correspondent, breaking this news, Big Ray Hernandez. Anson, take it away. Well, Ray, I officially have a TikTok. Oh, God. Now the Russian, now the Chinese spies are going to spy on you, Ray. No, that is, that is more of I have a, a TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, follow me on TikTok oh. at Big Ray Hernandez on TikTok. I did it mostly to. I, I did it mostly to, you know, spy on my son. To be honest with you, <laughs> you're doing what China's doing to you on TikTok to your son. Nice. No, because my son, you know, he's he's uh, and also you can follow him. I think what is his fucking name? Aiden A I D A N Phobia. I don't even know your son's name. Aiden Phobia. 
YT on Instagram. He's putting up some shit. So, um, yeah, I have TikTok. So I'm doing that now. I'll be doing all these fucking. I am gay. That is not breaking news. So I don't, I don't know. I want to know why Grey Goose and the Undie dances. That's what Kibbles and Bits is waiting on. The the undie, what do you mean the undie dance the undie you know, people do dancing in their underwear on on TikTok. They're going to want to see it. Oh, you you can see it, but you ain't going to like it. Oh, that's not nice. I think I'm they'll just, like it. No, I'm horrible right now from the waist up. Yeah, but oh, they but just want to see from the waist down, Ray. You don't want to see from the waist down. Then you never want to go oh. back to your husband's. Oh, they want to see. You don't want to see from the waist down. Incredible. Big race TikTok. If you love the Chinese, you know what? Canadian cock. Don't fucking make fun of me, all right? Everybody's fucking doing TikTok. Why can't I fucking do it? You got some older people doing TikTok. You got fucking old ladies showing their titties and shit. What's in between the 90 old ladies' uh, boobs, by the way? I don't know what. Her belly button. So <laughs> sometimes the corniest jokes are the best. So how was your week, Colin? Um, it was good so far until, uh, until your birthday, which just so happened to be the, uh, death day of the, uh, the fiends, uh, my fiance's, uh, dog. What? Yeah. No, the dog, the dog died. Why didn't you tell me anything? Right. Are you going to show them your boobs? Cause I didn't want to show right? my boobs. God damn it. Can I do my boob flexing thing? Can you do the peck twitch like April Hunter over at twitch.tv backslash the A show? I don't know if you can see that. No, you can't. Yo, time out. Your dog, your dog passed away? Yeah, yeah. It's not, well, it's not my dog. She's. Which one? Uh, Spike, the one with the fucking hump? Yeah. And, and the really the, bad one. That ruptured. Like short leg? Yeah. No, seriously. Your dog died, Colin? Or you you fucking. Yeah, she, was, she was like 15 years old. 50 years old? That shit is like a fucking world record. 15. Oh, 15. 15 años. I don't speak French, dude. Don't stop that shit. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry, man. I had no idea. Why would you tell me anything? Oh, because it was your birthday. I didn't want to ruin your birthday. You could have told me today. We could have postponed this for another day, by the way. We don't need to postpone it. It's okay. It wasn't my... I didn't have the emotional attachment to it like like she did. So be honest. Your wife is not going to watch this. No, she's totally going to watch this. Oh, fuck. I was going to ask you if, you know... If you kind of wanted the dog to, you know, you know, kind of like get out of here already. No, 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 the dog. No, okay, okay. Just she was old. She was just old. But uh, but to to cheer her up, Ray. Oh. Uh, I I bought her a package. Um, oh, hey, he now. And it was a it was a rather uh rather large package. I'm sure it uh, was. It came with some board games because we enjoy playing board games and uh-huh. um her cousins came over so I got a like an escape room uh board game. Mm-hmm. I got her her favorite hot Cheetos. So wait, her, her cousins came over. So how do you fit fifty five people in your house? Uh, outside, we sit outside mostly. Got it. Just making sure. Um, and then it helps when like they own the other five houses on the street. Okay. So we just kind of spread out. Owner squad the in them. Yeah, like we own the whole neighborhood. Okay. Okay, just yeah. making sure. So so we also love to play loteria, right? You you know what loteria is? Yeah, the lottery. Yeah, it's it, well, it's like Spanish bingo, right? No, bro, we play real so, lotto here, bro. So, so I got her this millennial loteria, right? Where what is that? Uh, you know, me, have you played the, the, the bingo? Everything's backwards. Of, Can you hold it backwards? Loteria? I can't. It's my my camera's backwards for some reason, right? 
Okay. So, so, so the fish here, it says El Thirst Trap. El Thirst, though? El Thirst Trap. Uh, this other one right here is El Cancelled, and it's like R.I.P. Career with a Tombstone. Mm. Uh, this one is La Activist. Um, La Activist? They have... <clears throat> They have a card that says El Simp. I'm not saying this. Uh, Lawrence Weaver's asking this question. Lawrence Weaver live in the chat says, who plays board games? Am I that old? Or is it young? I can't remember. I've got another one that's got foam uh, burritos that we throw at each other, Ray. Why would so you, what fun. kind of racist shit is that, dude? It's foam burrito. They have foam avocados that you can throw at each other, too. I, I recommend you go and buying this game. You have foam... Well, all right, I need to really understand what's going on here. So you have uh, 75 Mexican uh, cousins in the house, right? Yes. And you have foam burritos, and you're throwing fucking foam tacos at each other? Foam, foam avocados, foam avocados. Why would you do that, Colin? Look, I'm going to show you right here. Jesus Christ. This is the game that we play. Okay. All right, so right now, Colin is opening the screen. I'm going to describe this for the people just listening to the podcast. Those are the burritos that you throw. Wait, hold on. Be, show it again. There we go. Now I just got to get a little moon music here. <laughs> it's a dodgeball card game, uh, Big Ray. Throw, throw burrito. A dodgeball card game. Ages 7 to 70. They're squishy like... Uh, you can buy one now for 24.99 pesos. Mexicano. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. That is just fucking racist. And why do they have Japanese eyes? Japanese hey, cartoon eyes. Here's the other one. You can throw 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 avocado. Those are fucking stupid, Colin. Dude, what are you supposed it, to do with dude, those? Is that how dude, you teach it is sex? So fun. Is that how it Mexicans so teach sex? They t- this is what you do. You put the avocado together and you have a baby. The baby pull out. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican, so I can make fucking fun of any latino culture that's i wish and also blacks because we have it that's a fucking pussy oh what's up brandon hang on wait wait oh sorry it's time Shh. i'll do the gimmick all right play it do it do it now how you doing your camera's not hazy enough no This just puts me at, in a different level, dude. You get your own theme music when you come on the show. How lucky yeah, is man. that? Look at that. Look at that. Sherry, she gets her own voice. Hey, Brandon shit. gets his own theme music. What does Lisbeth get? Um, our, our love and admiration. So, you know, if there's anybody joining us live for the very first time, which you probably aren't because it's always the same fucking 20 people in the chat, which I appreciate. Trust me. I want you guys to do me a favor. I want you to go to our YouTube, go to our Twitch, hit subscribe, hit the like button every single place, hit the fucking bell. Buy a bell. Hit that shit when you get home. Whatever you got to do, just make sure that you know you help us out when it comes to the the a- algorithm. And also follow me on TikTok again, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, follow me on TikTok at Big Ray Hernandez. I'm fucking excited. I'm gonna do fucking dances. I'm gonna catch Jen while she's in the shower. It's gonna be fantastic. You excited about that, Colin? You know what I'm excited about? What's that? This music. You know what? You know what? This is perfect intro music for my new game that we're going to play here on the show, Big Ray. Oh, cool. It's Arima, what did Colin Arima, get? Arima. 
Sorry. At the at the Mexican store today. Say it again. Say it again loud. It's your your microphone's down by between your legs. Sorry, sorry. It's it's what did Colin get at the Mexican store today? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <laughs> the Canadian cock. That's you, right, Canada so, Space Man. So so I feed it out now. I've eaten a third of the Mexican flag cookie that we got here. Now now uh, what kind of now, now what flag is that? Just green and white. It's it's the Mexican flag. Yeah, but now that you've eaten the red, it's it must be another flag. Oh, I don't I don't know. It's I don't know. It's this isn't part of the show. I was just showing it to you. It's a delicious sugar cookie. Um, but what I have here, Big Ray, yes, is what looks like si, senor. two hamburger buns. Oh, what is that? Right? Looks That's like they sweet. just took two hamburger buns, right? It's a sweet bun. Look at that. Okay. He's so sweet. Then it's got Oh, you jizzed in it? Yeah, yeah. That's fucking delicious. Okay. Colin, later on, after we finish playing this game, I want to try something live, and I have I can only do it for 30 seconds. Okay, well, I'm going to eat this and try it and let you guys All right. Let you guys so gonna, know what it tastes like. I'm going to I'm going to describe it for the people. So right now Colin has what looks like a like a bearded clam. He's shoving it in his mouth. <laughs> it does. It looks like a fucking it does. He's shoving the, 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 the cream-filled bearded clam in his mouth. And now he's out of camera. I don't know if he's choking or dying. What are you doing? I'm dying laughing. Oh, why are you laughing? What, is she, what did she say? She said it's Candles Chiclet Gum, Elizabeth says. What is that? Custard it's, Donut. I love them. It's one of Sherry's fur burgers. She brought me one before oh, the show. This, a pocket bread? No, Lab Rat. <laughs> pocket bread. They call that shit a jizz sandwich, Chief. <laughs> that is a sweet jizz sandwich. That is, it is that like looks... super sweet with the sugar on the outside mm. and like the uh, custard or whatever they use on the inside is uh no, it's not a Boston cream donut. Buckshot is that kid. bread it's... or is that a cake? Is that like it's a literally two pieces of bread? I feel like, but it's sweet bread. Let me see. Open and it. It's... Open it. Put it, put it to the camera for the people that are watching live can see real close. That looks good. That looks like just bread with mayonnaise, but um, hold on. What is that fucking curly shit? Is that a fucking pubic hair? <laughs> No, that's the paper. Colin, it's like your color pubic hair. It's like reddish pubic hair in the fucking sandwich. I'm not kidding with you. Colin, there's pubic hair in the sandwich. There is. It's delicious. I'm gonna oh, eat some God, more. that is fucking disgusting. Don't you choke, Colin. That's what bite? she said. You want, me, you want me to take another bite? Oh, God, yes. Okay, I got you. That's what she said. <laughs> Hold on. That's what she said. Or, or he said. Colin, really fucking enjoying that. So, all right. And that's been what did Colin get from the Mexican store? Are we going to do this every week? I guess if we get something new from the Mexican store. Can you get something different from the Mexican store every single week? I need to clean my face off. <laughs> you need to clean more than that, bro. Your butt cheeks, I'm sure, are fucking oily. I didn't think this through. Bro, let me tell you something, man. I don't know what's going on with my body, but I'm just like fucking, um, I'm having issues with cheese. <laughs> what is What is this? Mario says, women despise the term bearded clam. Well, you speak to our friend Sherry. Yeah, she loves us it. pictures of her. And her, her fur bearded clam. So, I can only do this for 30 seconds. Okay. I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to sing a portion. Warm. I'm going to sing a portion of a song. All right. My father. So, so this is, I'm going to turn a little serious here. So, while you people are getting drunk and drinking and celebrating all this shit, it's my father's birthday. And you guys know me. I miss my dad very, very much. Right? So here's the funny thing. 
when I was a kid, my father took me to the movies. And you know what? You know what movies? You know what movie we saw? What's that? Star Wars? No. Et. Well, we, we saw that. Uh, Spaceballs. There was a little frog sitting on a log. Wild ride. This is the way the movie started. God damn it! I dropped my fucking. That <laughs> looked really weird when it started shaking. <laughs> I dropped my. <laughs> I dropped my heart. So I wanted to try something because I've been told. I do a pretty good Kermit the Frog. Have you heard my Kermit the Frog? Mm-hmm. You have heard it. Yeah. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to need the people. One's in the chat if I sound like Kermit the Frog. Two in the chat if I don't sound like Kermit the Frog. Is that fine? Three in the chats if he sounds like Miss Piggy. <clears throat> you think I'm, I look like a fat pig? No, I said if you sound like Miss Piggy. Yeah, but wait, why? How come Miss Piggy could have been fucking Gonzo? Could have been Fozzie Bear? Could have been fucking uh, be me, 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 me. The the Beaker could have been fucking Bunsen Honeydew. It could have been anybody. Could why have, the fat pig? It could have been Big Poppy. I couldn't you hear that, that guy. Big Poppy. Oh Jesus! So was it was it, was it Big Poppy? What? The Red Sox. I don't I don't know. So since I don't want to get struck down, I'm gonna try this. You tell me if I sound anything like Kermit the Frog. This is one of my favorite songs. And Grover. No, Grover's uh, stepped in Sesame Street, no? <clears throat> no? Nothing? No. All right, let's try this. You know this song? Why are so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions, and rainbows have nothing to hide. Let me tell you something real quick. I got to pause it, bro. This song came on the other day. Right, I think that this is all we need. That's it right there. That's the one part like that right there, Ray. It sounded like a voiceover. I don't mean to interrupt you, but that was amazing, Ray. It sounded gonna, like you it sounded like you hit a thing on your roadcaster and it was just Kermit singing. All right. I'm gonna do this last part because this is the part that hits me because this is one for my dad. Because he took me to see this movie in the in the movies. I was very young. Let's see if it comes. Hold on. Ready? So I'm gonna fade it in. So now the music's playing. Here we go. Some some someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. I miss my dad. And I heard this the other day. It just made me think of him. So while everybody's getting drunk tomorrow, I want you to know I'll be crying in the shower, Bob. The entire day. Go green face, Ray. God damn it. Go green face. Then you, you have, do you it ever for have Kermit a, and for St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Is there a song out there that kind of brings back like a very vivid memory? Just like one song. You guys in the chat, you guys have a, one song that when you hear it, you remember where you were, what you were doing, who you were dating, who you were kissing, who you were leaving, who left you, who whatever. Is there a song out there, guys? I think, Ray, I think you found what you need to do on TikTok. You think I should do all my like like imitations? Yeah, do uh, do a bunch of Kermit TikToks, like different you'll, songs. You'll get over. Yeah, you'll get over. Like I'll Kermit. do Kermit the Frog singing. Hmm. 
Metallica. Hi-ho. No. <laughs> say, say, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire as Kermit the Frog. Um, but say it is right. like kind of heavy metal. Kermit. I don't. What? Um, can I? Can I? Can I try something else? Yeah, try something else. Um, sleep with one eye open, gripping your pillow tight. <laughs> exit light. No, exit light. Enter night. I hope. Ah, I can't do the fucking arm thing. You know who used to do that really good? Andrew Bello. Andrew Bello. He looks like a Kermit the Frog. He's got Kermit arms. So is there a song that kind of just brings it back to you? Like something that like a like a good feeling or something like one song that you can't. Yeah, probably are. To? Um but so so one of the things I do Ray is like if I go like on vacation somewhere, if like I go like uh when I went to New York back when you used to carry your like C D player and all that stuff with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Kanye West's uh, first album, mm-hmm. and like I listened to Sorry. that album the whole time I went oh. to New York. Mm-hmm. And so, anytime I hear that first album, I think of College Dropout. Like, or when I hear College Dropout, I think of going to New York and like mm-hmm. all the different places that we went and walking through the streets and all those things. Like going to going to Times Square, going to the Toys R Us, and riding on the Ferris wheel, like all those things. Ah. <sighs> You know, it's true. I also do Jean-Luc Picard. Can you do Judas by Jericho? Fuck is Judas. What is that, Judas? By uh, Fozzie. Yeah, Fozzie. That's Jericho's song. Scott, did you fucking message me while I'm doing the show? I'm going to play this fucking voicemail live. Here we go. Can you, listen, I don't, you might not be able to hear this. Can you hear this? Uh, Buckshot it is from the Muppets, actually. Did you hear that? No. I have to share the I have to share the screen, right? Probably. Listen to this shit. Hold on one second. I gotta share this with you. This is from our friend right now, Scott Woodford. All right. Now you should be able to hear the sound here, right? Yeah. Hi ho, Kermit the Frog here. It's Kermit the Frog. How fucking really good was that? That's that's a good one too. How fucking good was that? that is Scott, one. thank you for sharing that with me. Let me stop sharing so you guys Look at Demi Lovato says gender reveal parties are transphobic. Well, you, don't, oh you know what? You, you want to jump right into that very first story? I guess so. But guess who just came in the chat? It's Funky Man. Oh, shit. What's up, Funky He's Man? Funky. Now, what makes Funky Man funky is that uh, that was a really good fucking Kermit the Frog. It was a good Kermit the Frog. Anybody else with a song, by the way? I just want to. I'm just curious. Sounds like Say Disco that. Inferno. That did sound like Disco Inferno, by the way. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share the screen one more time before I do. Share, share system audio. I'm gonna share the screen here, and I got two more. I got one more voicemail from Scott Woodford. You ready? Yes. My my precious Ryan, happy birthday from Gotham. <laughs> my precious Ryan. Oh, I gotta stop that. That fucking creep that that creeped me the fucking hell out. That's pretty good. That's that's really that's a good that's a good golem too. Uh well, Labrat says Kermit does a mean disco. <laughs> disco in front wall. Uh, can you see what I'm doing here? Yes. Okay, good. So we're gonna we're gonna let the, we, 
Oh no, no, no stream yard, no stream yard sign. So I'm gonna actually just increase the screen here. We're Hello, jump Texas right hockey cards. Welcome to the show. What? This gentleman here, Texas hockey cards. He oh, said, what's up, Texas gentlemen. hockey card? How are you, sir? Good evening, my friend. We're gonna jump into our very first uh, topic here. Anybody else new in the chat? Yeah, I can I can do somewhat of a, an impression, Ray. You want to hear my impression? Please do. Yeah, man. <clears throat> hi, hi, hi. It's me. Fat Albert. That's not bad. Now, is this the um the Keenan uh Keenan Thompson version? Kinda, yeah. I can't wow. I can't get quite as low as 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 Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby with the ones and twos and put the jello in the our first story. Demi Lovato is claiming that gender reveal parties are transphobic. Do we actually have any okay? This is not what I wanted to fucking show you. No, you're still on the Facebook thing. What do you mean I'm still on the Facebook thing? You're still on your Facebook thing with Scott. Uh, top five impressions win. That's a good one. Uh, welcome back, Homeboy88. Ted, uh, talk about something real quick. I got to figure this out because this is... Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Fucking let's see. Yo, that, that clip from GTA 5 is hilarious, though. Uh, they enjoyed Scott's impression. Um, well, if you did the Bill Cosby, you'd have to put the pudding in the pop in the pop in the pudding. You have to put the pudding in the pop in the pop. In Where the does pudding. the roofling go? I don't think we have any fucking. Uh, Is there still room for roofling after? I don't think we have any audio here. Demi Lovato. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Why not? You can just read the. You just show us the article. They already saw what she looked like, anyways, on that. <laughs> Trying to say well, the, that 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 gender reveal parties are transphobic. Well, you know what? That we don't have to show any audience. You, you forget about read that. the headline. Well, the headline is basically. Hold on. So Demi Lovato says that gender reveal parties are are transpho- transphobic. So I'm going to see. See, this is a page six article. So I can't Look really. Look at that. At the bottom that? there. I, I can't. I'm I'm doing three things at one time. All right, Miss Tia the Transarchist says resident trans person here with. No, they are not. Quit using our condition for attention. There you go. I'm trying to see if we can actually get... Here we go. I think we might have something. Demi Demi isn't it now. She's like... uh, uh, She's like polysexual, pot-pan-sexual, pot-and-pan-sexual. She's non-binary, right? Is that what it's called? I think think that's what it is. Yeah, something like that. She's now scout pot and pan degreaser i'll jump i'll jump into this this uh little podcast gimmick here and i'll give him some credit here uh i'll share this right real quick here we go microsoft edge we're gonna jump into demi lovato all right let's see what this young kid has to say he has a little bit of a podcast here uh tell me if you can hear it when it starts it's not playing yet uh it's time yeah, to- we can hear it. so just is what we talk about. By the way, you can tweet us all morning long at commute BNR. Tell us your opinions and thoughts. Again, this is courtesy of at what is it? What do you say? At BNR. Mm, at commute BNR. Okay, so Demi Lovato uh, put out a post on Instagram um, that said uh, gender reveal parties are transphobic. She said this is not about being politically correct. It's about being correct. The refusal to acknowledge the stems of, from the, the refusal to acknowledge this stems from misunderstanding of what transphobia is. Transphobia is not just prejudice or violence against an individual trans person. It is a belief system that presumes non-trans people to be more natural. Why don't you read it in the people. voice he was doing on the break? <laughs> this is the voice I was doing on the break. I know. I'm saying, only, why don't you? 
<laughs> only individual people can self-determine their gender. All right. I think that's perfect right there. We can leave it right there, Colin. So after hearing that soundbite, uh, are you still eating that fucking cum cake? Mm -mm, I'm eating a cookie. Oh, fuck. Tex Listen, Texas hockey cards. Colin, can you show him the cum cake? Show him the cum cake. This is, a, this is a, new, a new watcher. So Colin right now, right? This dude jumps in and he, he eats this fucking thing. Look at this thing. It's just a fucking two pieces of bread with some fucking uh, cow semen in it. Bull semen? Would that be bull semen, Colin? Sweet bull semen. It's disgusting. Homeboy88 has jumped in the chat. Hashtag cum cake. Put it in the chat, guys. Tweet at Colin. Hashtag cum cake. Also, fingers in the hole. You know what we're doing here. So, Colin, after listening to this one gimmick here, after listening to this, um, transphobia. Is it possible that telling people or, or, or having a party to celebrate the physical gender of one's child that's a problem. Demi Lovato thinks so, Colin. What did you think of this? Uh, did you want to hear the, the clip again? Okay, so what did you think of what, what, what was said here? Um, unfortunately, as Texas <laughs> Hockey Card says, that, trans, that sandwich is transphobic. God damn right um, it is. Yeah, damn right it is. Um, it, uh, you know, it's so stupid, Ray. It's just this, this whole kids cannot... This, this whole gender thing, like choosing your whole gender, all this other stuff, like mm -hmm. it just, it's too much, Ray. It's too much. Why is it? Like, Why we, is it too much? Can we stop? I'm going to play some devil's advocate here. No, I get it. I get it. But can we stop with the kids? Like I get, I get teaching them that, Hey, maybe when you grow older, you might feel different and you might want to change who you are and all those things. But wait until it's like their decision when they're older. Right. Not when you're like parents of like, like, Okay. There's a certain someone that you sent me an article for that we'll probably talk about later, right? We're actually going to talk about it next. I'm setting okay. it up. His biggest argument a lot of times is that... You can say the name of the person. Well, Matt it's Walsh. Matt Walsh, right? Yeah. His, his, he has a, a, a great argument, right? Like like a kid, like, and he, you can't... Um, you can't... Like, they, they change their mind so much, right? <clears throat> and he'll be like, hey, son, are you a car? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, daddy, I'm a car. And right. then, like, five minutes later, he's like, hey, son, are you a car? No, daddy, I'm a plane, right? Like, my son changes his mind every five minutes, right? Like, then you just go hard on, like, making him a girl and feeding into it, and you're just, you're, you're, you, the parents, are now projecting. Just, you know how we used to get mad at dads that would pressure their kids into, like, doing the sports thing or moms that would put their kids in the pageants? Now this is what this is. Right. Like this is that equivalent of the mom that's like, well, uh, I didn't get a girl for a kid, so I'm going to make my boy a girl. Dude, my kid plays with girl toys. He plays with boy toys. We're not trying to turn and make him a girl because he likes Barbie dolls every once in a while. If he I wants would, to I'll, be one later on when he grows <clears throat> up, that's totally fine. That's his choice. Let me tell you something, Colin, uh, and I agree with you 100%. I don't really give a shit what, what, what you play with. Because when I was a kid, and my cousin Erica, she used to stay over my house all the time. <clears throat> she, was a little, she was a girl, and I'm, I'm a guy, you know, genetically. And, um, and she used to have this fucking sweet-ass uh, Barbie Corvette. And the fucking house, the big house. Dude, that shit was dope, bro. You don't think I wanted to fucking put my G.I. Joes in that goddamn house and take it over? Yeah. So that was fucking cool. 
I, I don't think there's a problem. And even if the kids want to fucking play with My Little Pony, who the fuck gives a shit? Is that still a thing, by the way? I don't know. Where the kids play with they them. do. They're called bronies now. If you're a boy and you like My Little Pony, you're called a brony. Fine. They made they made My Little Ponies cool for boys. Big Ray. My Little Bronies. My, that sounds racist for some reason. I don't know why. It says some type of racial connotation to that. Oh, but this anyway. is another funny thing right here. This new Florida law, right? They're trying to say the the no gay. You can't say gay bill or whatever, Ray. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what they went around and actually like read the bill to people. And people like were like, yeah, no, I don't want them to do that type of stuff. No, no. And then they tell them what the bill is. And then they're like, they're against the bill when they realize like the, what the name of the bill is. Right. But when mm-hmm. you just read them what's in the bill, they're totally okay with it. They're totally what, down. What's, like, what's, yeah, we, what's in the bill? Yeah. What's in the, <clears throat> the don't say gay bill. They're trying what's to pass in the Florida. Box? I've I don't know. You that, tell me. Right, Ray? No, I haven't heard about it. Please tell me. Oh. So it's a it's a it's basically a bill they're trying to pass down in Florida to keep uh like transing the kids to keep it out of schools. To keep it out of school. To keep it out of schools and all to that keep, type of stuff. Time right? out, to keep it out of school or to keep forcing it on the kids in school. Because there's no, a big difference it, there. To keep it out of schools. Like like basically, Ray, you if 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 it you could get in trouble for trying to like foster a child, like like let's say, you know, have you heard some of these schools where these teachers are are uh, secretly trying to like, oh, if you feel like you're a girl, you can come to my class. You don't have to say anything to your parents and you can pretend to be a girl, right? Mm. So they're trying to make that illegal as well, right? Wait, th- there, it's, just, it's, I, I there's a lot down. of little subtle nuances to this bill, right? I'm, I'm trying to dumb it down real quick. Let me just wrap my head around it, if you don't mind, Colin. Um, so what they're saying, what you're saying is they don't want kids to want to pretend, let's say a boy, they don't want a boy to pretend to be a girl. But what if he wants to be a girl? What if he wants to pretend to be a girl? What if it's his choice that that day, instead of being a firefighter, he wants to be a girl? Is that allowed? I I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I need to find where the bill is so I can read some of it to you. All right. If anybody has the link to this bill, that would be amazing if you guys would post it. But, but right. All right. So basically, look. This is the situation with Demi Lovato. Okay. Demi Lovato is getting is coming out of her, I guess, talking out of her ass. You know, saying that this is a problem, like like we shouldn't celebrate what we want us. Next, they're going to tell me that I can't fucking celebrate Easter. I can't celebrate the the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Or if you're Muslim, you can't uh, celebrate uh, fucking, uh, you know, Muhammad. Or or if, if you're Jewish, you can't, you know, you can't celebrate your holidays or whatever. That's not fair. I so, think everybody okay. has the individual right to do what they want when it comes to that. So I don't I don't mean to interrupt you here, but no, so when I type in when I type in into Google uh, what's in the don't say gay bill, of course, mm-hmm. it's all like these links that come up where it's like ABC oh, News and all these other things. Right. Right. Um, but it basically says controversial new legislation would ban teachers from discussing sexual orientation and gender issues with students in the classroom. I agree with that. Because I don't think that's any I don't think it's a teacher's place to do that. No, the teacher is there to educate. To teach from the books, even though most of these books are full of shit nowadays, it ain't what it used to be. That's number one. Number two, um, yeah, I, I don't think that's uh, a teacher. And basically, place it's to do just that. kindergarten through third grade. Basically, like it says, uh, text of legislation, classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through third grade or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. So they're not saying you can't do it. 
Mm-hmm. You just have to do it within accordance to state standards and all those things, right? Like you have to, you can't just be like, hey, <clears throat> hey, three-year-old, look. Right. You know, yeah, like, with the finger and the whole. With the finger and the thing. Here's the situation, Colin, and I'm being very genuine with this. Let's say my son, who's 14, he's turning 14 in July, comes up to me and says, Dad, you know, um, I've been I've been dealing with this for a while and I, I've been dealing with telling you so on and so forth. I feel like I, I'm I'm gay, or I feel like I, I I feel better in a woman's you know clothes or whatever, dude. I'm not gonna shit on the kid for feeling that way if that's how he feels. If this is something inside of him, you feel me? Um, if it's something that he wants to do, bro, I'm gonna fucking support my son. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But now this is my conversation with him. Okay, I don't want fucking uh, some blue haired bitch with with fucking coke bottle glasses. And, uh, and some rolled up skinny jeans to tell my son that they should feel a certain way or maybe look into a certain thing or maybe try this or try that. Get the that's fuck out. That's what's happening, is not, Ray. Well, that's, that's what happening. I don't want. So nope. so in some of these schools, Ray, so, so then what happens in this scenario is your son goes to school and is like, oh, Mrs. Johnson, Mr. Johnson, you know, my dad, he's not, you know, really accepting of me. Really, I I feel like I'm a woman. I want to be a woman. Da 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 da. Right. Right. Oh well, you know what? You know what? This is a safe space here in Mr. Johnson's classroom. You know what? When when you're here, Aiden, we don't have to tell him this. No, it's bullshit. He doesn't have to know. If you look, I've got some girl clothes here. If you feel comfortable being a girl, you just go on ahead and slide those clothes on. You 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 be a girl. You be you here in my classroom. Hmm. It does, it's our secret. Well, then, then where do, you draw, where do you draw the line? See, look, like right now, Mario, and I know Mario very, very well. My daughter's first boyfriend is trans. Very good person. Doesn't make you a bad person. Mm-mm. You know, dude, this, this is the point we're trying to make. It's cool to feel what you want to feel. Be whoever the fuck you want to be. I'll put it to you this. If RuPaul... Okay, if RuPaul decided never to to be too scared to put on that makeup and put on that dress and look and and listen to what I'm saying, look finer than half the women that walk down the street, he wouldn't be who he is today. So I applaud that man or or whatever whatever. He's a grown ass man. If he wants to identify as a woman, if he wants to dress as a woman, if he wants to make money doing that, fantastic. But you ain't gonna tell my fucking twelve year old son no. without letting me know where does where is the line drawn? This is the problem. Okay, so now what if my son says, you know, I have suicidal tendencies. Well, this is, I, I'm, I don't want to tell my dad. Well, this is a safe space. You can talk to us. You don't have to talk to your parents. Bullshit. I got to know. Am I wrong, Colin? No, no, you're not wrong at all. But that's the, that's so, so this has been the problem, right? Is ever since the COVID lockdown, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the teachers you know, that were at school teaching things, parents weren't at school. They didn't know what was being taught to their kids, right? Then all of a sudden, now the kids are at home, the parents are at home, they're sitting down checking on their kids. They might even be in the same room as the kid, mm-hmm. listening to what the kid's learning, and they hear some really fucked up shit being taught by the teacher, right? right. You, you know, a lot of the, the critical race theory and type those types of things that they were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. It got so bad, Ray, that when parents tried to speak up at these town hall meetings, they got labeled as terrorists. They were oh. trying to label parents as domestic terrorists, right? Well, parents, well, because t- they cared about their children, because they didn't want their kids to be taught that you should be judged by the color of your skin. 
I, I think Elizabeth, you know what we have right now? What we have right now is a teachable moment. And I gotta I gotta read what Elizabeth says because this is perfect. I think the problem is there are there are parents who aren't like you. I'm, I'm assuming she's talking about us. Um, there are kids who don't have that support. So maybe that teacher is the person they can talk to. And I agree with that. Spot on. But here is the thing, Elizabeth. This is this is my problem. If the kid doesn't feel comfortable talking to the teacher, then it's the teacher's responsibility to come to me as a parent, and explain to me what the situation is and say, right now, this kid is opening up to me. It's not, they're not buddies. The teacher has no obligation to keep fucking secrets from the parent. What now with the teacher, I feel, Colin, now I want you to straighten me out if I'm incorrect. What I think the teacher should do is, look, Ray, Ray Mr. Hernandez, this is what's going on. Um, I will keep you apprised. I will email you. We will talk every here and there, every now and then. I want, you know, until he's comfortable to, you know, open up to you. But this is what we're doing. We're offering this. Would you like us to offer him counseling? Would you like us to, bro, I'm cool with that. If he, if he feels uncomfortable talking to me regarding that, if you have somebody who's a professional, fine, but not somebody feeding him ideals of keeping secrets from mom and dad. That is not cool. I'm sorry, Colin. I th I think we're wrong with that, bro. No, you're no, you're it's 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 wrong with what they're doing. You're you're definitely not wrong, right? Like and and Liz is right. The kid needs support. So there's ways to go about Absolutely. it. There's there's therapy programs, there's guidance counselors, there's uh I'm sure you can bring trans activists and things like that into the Absolutely. classroom to have them talk about these types of things. Now, now there's a difference between drag queen reading hour Right. Or you have a drag queen come and read to your two and three year olds. For no, no reason. For no, for no like, reason. Just, just because they're a drag queen. Right. Um, but there's a difference between having someone trans come and talk to someone who is trying to help someone. Right. Like if they've been through agree. this, then then they know. Right. Like they've been through it. They can. And, and a lot of them have probably dealt with a lot of the same situations, like people shunning them for wanting to be who they feel like they are. And this that's is, probably, I mean. Be the perfect person to talk to. This is why I have this stress ball, Colin. You've seen this stress ball, right? I've showed this to you before. Because you lick it. Like my wife gave me this stress ball. Yeah. She actually gave this. She says, when my boobs are not here for you to squeeze, you squeeze this one. It's been a while since this, this uh, stress ball has made its debut. I'm going to share it with you, Mario, when I go to work. Is that cool? Uh, I, I am a part of the trans wealthy movement, uh, uh, as well as our good friend, 8-Track. Of course. 8-Track Brown. Brown. A track blonde. Hey, my, my dollar bill is not a dollar bill, Big Ray. It is a hundred dollar oh. bill. Oh my God, Sherry, eight eight track blonde. No, no, that'd probably Lisbeth, be Kelly. Elizabeth said, and I quote, Sherry, because we're curvy bitches, yo. Well, she didn't. I put the yo in there to make it more street. Hey, look at that. Look, Sherry's been through it. Look with her son. You want to read it or? Well, uh, I figured you would. You, you. Oh, I'll read it. Okay. Um, my you son like Sherry. No, well, everybody loves Sherry. Hey, um, should my son should. is gay. That's what I was figuring you're gonna do. Oh, yeah. And he struggled in high school with it. Luckily, he had a teacher he could talk to and he trusted. Okay. Now, Sherry, I'm gonna ask you something, and and I I, I don't know if you're gonna be okay to to share this with us here. Um, was there any issues with his dad or, you know, an, any male figures in the family? I would like to know that. 
like an uncle or something like that. Maybe that's why he felt like he wasn't totally comfortable. Because I, I never forget the first time anybody came out to me. I was working at The Gap, and I was a teenager. I was young. And uh, what's up, Brian? Brian Poling, just jumping in here in the chat. And this kid, we all knew he was gay. And Lonesome and we, Lenny. What's that? And Lonesome Lenny. Who, who's Lonesome Lenny? Oh, Len, oh, Lonesome Lenny. Oh, I didn't see it in the chat. It just popped up on me. Lonesome Lenny, what's up for joining us in the chat? And, then, you know, he came. He And I remember we were all sitting around. There's about 10 of us, man. And he's like, guys, I, I got to share something with you. And we we're like, what's up, man? He's like, and it, it was hard for him to do. Now, he's talking to just co-workers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're in an environment in The Gap. We're talking about the 90s where it's kind of like, you know, if you work at The Gap, you're going to, you know, you know, you're going to work with a few gay gay men and women and stuff like that. It was it was it was it was cool. It was fine. You know, this is my actually that was my first experience working alongside openly homosexual men or women. And it was like, oh, shit, it kind of opened my eyes like, oh, shit, they're cool. They're good people. Just like, you You know, because before that. You know, being raised that's in a religious you family, you were just like them too. You're like, oh, that's when I re- like when I realized too. why you always try to look at my cock, Colin. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. We'll say that for another moment. Uh, but this is the moment when I realized, hey, all this stuff that they were telling me in church, and all this stuff they were telling me in school, and all this stuff they were telling me in the hood is wrong. They're just like you and I. Love is love. This is my feeling. Okay, how I feel. So this kid comes out to us, and we were like, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, we had a kid like, like that too. And it was just like. His whole fucking personality changed. He was more fucking open and flamboyant and talking about his boyfriend. It was great for him, man. You can only imagine. But, you know, Sherry says, luckily, my husband loves him and supports him. You know what? She's going to get the fucking, hold on, the full gimmick. It's fucking awesome. Come on, give me another one. Give me Big Poppy. Red Sox, Big Poppy. It's fucking awesome. All right, I, I stopped the clap. Now, can you imagine coming up to a parent? Oh, wait, shut up. Could you imagine coming up to, to your kid? You know, and, and you're telling your kid, hey, you know, I'm, or, or you're the kid and you're like, hey, I'm gay. And your father coming out like this. Oh, my God, what the fuck just happened? What do you mean what happened? What are you, blind? Jesus! Can you imagine that type of conversation between would, the That father? would be a crazy conversation. Yeah, Jesus I would. Christ. Jerome Howell is in the house. I was going to say house. Jerome House. Anywho, um, this is uh, only jo- yep, Mario. Only God can judge us. Seriously, like who the hell are we to judge? But again, I'm very much against Colin. This whole bullshit with them keeping secrets from you, man. Yeah, we had a we we had a kid in high school. Same thing, right? He had the fake girlfriend. And like we all oh, knew him because like right. the way he acted and his his flamboyant mannerisms and all that stuff. And we always would just tell him, be like, bro, you're gay. Like we know it. It's okay. He's, oh, stop it, you guys. What was it? What was he? Because I yeah, had a friend, totally, Josh. No, he was, no okay. it was it was he hung around with the other two only gay dudes in high school. Mm. And he ended up coming out when he was in uh, okay, so college. He came out. And right. he he now he he became a flight attendant so he could fly to Brazil and get his fill of Brazilian men. Good for him. Brazilian men are beautiful, man. I'm, from what I understand, but um, I had a I had a friend named Josh, um, and this kid, him and his brother were raised by a very, very flamboyantly gay uh, uncle. Okay, I mean, so he looked. You know what a pompadour haircut is? 
comic. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like an Elvis Presley type, but like bigger and higher. That's that's what his their uncle rocked, you know, and he had to fuck anyway. But this dude, um, Josh, we thought, you know, we thought for a minute him and his brother were gay, but now they weren't. They just, you know, so you know, you can't really judge, man. You just have to this is why I say just get to know the person. I know Colin's gay. He fakes the whole shit with him and his wife. They don't make love. It is what it is. It is what it is. We all know that baby belongs to fucking Jerome Hall. Right? Am I wrong, Colin? Eat your cum cake. Now let me jump into the next story. Is that cool? All right. So I'm going to share this story with you. This is one of my very favorite YouTube. I'm sorry. This is one of my very favorite YouTubers. <clears throat> and we're going to have to chop it up every once in a while and Bruce stop Dew? it, Colin. What's that? Bruce Do? One of my. Have you gone down the rabbit hole, by the way? Not yet, no. Okay. So I'm going to share this uh, again. This is uh, one of my very favorite YouTubers. If you guys can see it here, this is Matt Walsh. Oh, I would, I would guarantee. Yeah, I would guarantee you guys to give this guy a follow. Now, you got to hear this story, and you will right now. Here we go. Sweet baby gang, I can't not play it. Um, Tess Holiday is a plus size model, is how she self identifies, and she also plus size model too. We've, I, I think. What was that, buddy? I said, I'm a plus size model too. Okay. We mentioned this before a few, few months ago when the news came out that Tess Holiday, who weighs, you know, she weighs, I, I, by the looks of it, she weighs 350 plus pounds. And, but she's, she has, she's anorexic, she said. Now, I want you guys to understand what's going on here. This is a plus size model who weighs, and now in the description, I put 400 pounds because she looked about 400 pounds to me, but she's about 300 pounds and she describes herself as anorexic. Here we go. And so she was on a talk, talk show this week talking about her, her battle with anorexia. Um, and here she is talking a little bit about, about overcoming and the courage it took her to overcome anorexia. Listen to this. Now, before we jump into this, I have to say this, Colin. Matt Walsh says something here that made me laugh so fucking hard. And we're going to hear it after. That. So I want you. So, Colin. So now we have this 300 pound woman who remember this whole body positive thing. All right. Keep that in mind. I, I feel immense gratitude and pride that I am able to sit here with you and talk about such hard things and know that there's somebody on the other side that feels less alone, that maybe says to themselves, I'm going to get help, asks for help, uh, starts taking care of themselves in the way that they deserve because you know, plus I, I got to make clear that I didn't realize those were her legs. I'm not making fun of the girl until I watched it a third time. I thought that was the continuation of the sofa. These are not. We all, everybody deserves food. Everybody deserves yeah. to eat. You know, it's, everybody deserves, we to, deserve eat. To, everybody deserves to, eat. to eat. This is one of those situations where you have to clap if you're in the audience. Right, Colin? Yes. You have to clap. They have the sign that says clap and then you're going to look like the asshole when you're not clapping because everybody else is. I would love to be on this audience, but let's continue here. Let's listen to what this this poor anorexic lady who's going to die any minute now, but not from anorexia. Take care of ourselves. And we deserve to live without judgment. We do. We do. Yeah, that's the yeah. biggest thing. Yeah. All of it. Are you currently in therapy? How often are you? Yeah. Treatment? So um, I see my dietitian once a week, and then I have my therapist once a week. Now remember, she said this. Now she sees her dietitian once a week and her therapist once a week let's continue uh and i have a lot of people in my life who lovingly just 
nudged me. Nudged I got to put out there. That's not a use a hamburger every now and again. <laughs> You're an that, asshole. That would, I never thought I'd find a perfect use for for that one. But can I have a hamburger right now? Let me just put it out. That is not an ugly woman. No, she's pretty in the face. She's it's a not. beautiful woman. Yeah, she ain't ugly. Wait. But let's 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 continue here. This is the this is where the problem lies. I want you to really understand. This, I'm a fat boy. There's like okay. sugar all over me. Fuck. We, yeah, <laughs> and come here. We go. Nudge me along the right path, and yeah, I'm I'm doing it. You are doing <laughs> it. You're doing it. She sees her dietitian once a week. Uh, <laughs> might want to ask for a refund on that. I mean, in some ways, you know, it's it's inspiring. I think to see someone who has so thoroughly beaten anorexia. I mean, she has dominated. She has dominated. Hold on, but and crushed her anorexia. Um, I, this is a this is like Mike Tyson in his prime. Okay, <laughs> that's how. That's how much. This is a first round knockout of anorexia. Um, <clears throat> oh man, man. Yeah. Now look, with everything she's talking about, she she's uh, she says that you know uh, talking about eating disorders and people and she, she need, it's okay to ask for help. It, all of that is all that's of course true, and um, it is also true that you could say that she has an eating disorder in the f- sense that. She's eating way, way too much in, a, in, a, in quite a disordered way, in fact, in a, in a self-destructive way. But that's not what she means, okay? She actually, she's claiming to have anorexia, which by definition, anorexia is, you know, uh, with uh, not, not eating, you know, keeping yourself away from food to the extent that it actually causes you to be, you know, famished, where, where you're like starving yourself. That's what anorexia is. And I, yeah, you can't judge a book by its cover, but I am pretty sure that Tess Holiday is not starving. I got it. That's it. Beautiful. Um, let's talk about this right now, guys. Let's talk about this, Colin. What did you get out of this right now? Out of this, this story of this young lady who is clearly overweight and unhealthy, uh, apparently very unhealthy, saying that she had. I guess identifies as an anorexic. Didn't we just talk about something similar to this just a, a couple of seconds ago? Not only does she have an eating disorder, but she has a mental disorder, Ray. You think? Yeah. Oh, I watched the color. video. I know it's not an I think. You want some ASMR? Let's do some ASMR. I'm gonna I'm gonna pour. I, I'm gonna put this is uh ASMR. I'm gonna pour a little bit. Oh, yeah. ASMR. The ASMR moment of the week. As I poured half of this drink on my shirt. Now I'm going to reach over and get my towel. And I'm going to dry my tits. Colin, continue. He's going to grab the towel, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. So cold and wet. He's drying his his wiener off. Okay, Colin. So what did you get out of this story, man? Uh, She's an idiot. And she's stupid. And we have to stop. Uh... Yeah, exactly. Words don't mean the same anymore. We have to stop with this. Like, like it's like the people in the UK suing for being born, and they're winning. What? Yeah, there was a lady that sued uh, her doctor, her mom's doctor, because he failed to 
mentioned something about folic acid or he didn't give her folic acid or something right and she was born and she got spinal bifida and now she sued him and won because of medical malpractice or some stupid bullshit elizabeth says just because she's heavy doesn't mean she's overeating she very likely could be starving herself but has so much body weight that her body is strong is storing okay okay this is my retort to that somebody in that position who she is clearly morbidly obese as you can morbidly obese not obese obese as you can see on the screen it's physically you can see it right she shouldn't be going to a dietitian because if it's a physical issue where um she has what's the what's the word um when they have issues with their uh thyroid yeah thyroid issue yeah thyroid issues that she can't lose the weight this is where she needs to go to a doctor to maybe consider some type of uh gastric bypass surgery or something like that i'm speaking from uh i have a close friend his name is chris i'm not gonna mention his last name and chris went through this situation so i agree with you liz i'm not too sure this is the same situation colin do you agree no if they're bringing her on tv and bringing her on for this stuff it's probably part of an agenda they're not just what is that agenda huh what is that agenda they're just trying to like you can you can be whatever you want you however you feel ray it's however you you are At any given time, Ray, you can be whatever you want. Defying reality, defying logic, defying nature, mm-hmm. Ray. There, there are some, and I need to be clear here. There are some cases where there are there are people, men and women out there, that they don't eat a bunch and they still cannot lose weight. But listening to the fact that she's going to the therapist and going to a uh, physical, uh, not not even a physical therapist. Uh, was it a physical therapist? No, just a therapist. I think she just said a therapist. A therapist and going to a dietitian. From what I understand, when you're that at that point, when you're morbid, morbidly obese, you can only do so much. Now, I did do a little, a little research into this young lady. And um, she's been like this for a long time. So. Here's the situation. I'm going to give my, I'm going to use myself as an example. You ready, Colin? Yes. <clears throat> so you guys know I was doing the whole Stevie Richards thing, getting fit and everything like that. Oh, just before my wedding, I had a little bit of a physical injury. Well, pretty bad physical injury also affected the surgery I had. A lot of you guys don't know this. So I literally had to stop working out. And what did I do? I got sad. And then I started eating and drinking alcohol and fucking myself up. So now I'm a lot heavier than I was before. You can probably see it in my face. I'm a little chubby. It is what it is. I feel like shit. But now that I've gone to the right doctors, I don't need gastric bypass surgery. I'm not that person that needs the gastric bypass surgery. Now that I've gone to the doctors, my blood pressure is a little high. Starting this week or next week, I'm getting back on the train. I'm getting back in the train. Now, I followed this young lady on her social media as well. And uh, she really puts over the fact that she enjoys food. She really puts over the fact that it's okay to 
be um, this size. But I thought the whole thing is that, you know, if you're unhealthy, if you're that heavy, you can hurt your body. You're not going to live that long being that heavy. So I would, I would um, suggest that this young lady maybe perhaps look into a gastric bypass surgery. And if instead of wasting money on a, she could still see the therapist, but also a, somebody to train her, a trainer as well to help her maintain that, that, you know, cause it's not about aesthetics. You could be really heavy. Excuse me. You could be really heavy and look beautiful. Cause I know a lot of heavy, beautiful women. What I don't agree with is that you can't, you can be heavy, but you need to be healthy. And I don't know if that young lady is healthy. I've, I've, I've done enough research and you guys can look it up yourself. I'm not going to sit here and post fucking links all day to prove my, my point. Just do your research. You will find that this young lady is not healthy. And she feels that it is okay to be unhealthy. That is the scary thing, Colin. That's what scares me about this society nowadays. Go ahead, Colin. Uh, I mean, I really don't have anything else to say. I mean, I think you summed it up nicely. I mean, you know, it's just, it's all part of like this weird, like the, how they're promoting things and doing things, right? You know, going back to the transgender thing, right? Mm-hmm. You you want to know how I know it's all an agenda? Wow. Look at the NCAA swimming contest, right? Let's talk about it. The women's NCAA swimming championships, right? Let's talk about it. So right now, the uh, person who's probably going to win the championships is a man who is transitioning into a woman. Uh, When this swimmer, uh, before this previous year, was swimming as a man, he was about uh, in his 400s ranked, right? Mm. Not, not. I mean, you're about 400 out of all these colleges, right? Well, mm-hmm. ever since he's become a woman and he began swimming with the women, he is crushing records. Mm-hmm. He is winning every meet. And mm-hmm. he even won a meet against another male swimmer who transitioned. Meet, uh, meet, meet, M-E-A-T or M-E-E-T? M-E-E-T, like oh. they're swimming, swimming meets, right? Oh, this other transgender woman, mm-hmm. uh, they, it's so funny because when you watch the race, the two of them fish. And like the 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 other woman is like still <laughs> like the real woman is like all the way in the back. You see, this is why, and this is what what frustrates. So I've I've reached out to that's no, I'm not even done yet. Hold on, this is, all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So this is the agenda part, right? Right. Okay. So if you're a woman that wants to transition to a man, mm-hmm. do you think they get to compete with the men, Big Ray? No. No. They got to compete with the women. So you're a man. You want to be where you are a man. We say that you're a man, but you still got to compete with the women. Physiologically, physiologically. But, Physi- but the physiologically men, speaking, but, but the men that became women get to compete uh, with the women and destroy all the records. That's not and, fair. I hope, I hope there comes a day when, when they say, you know, these records are bullshit. Or they just have okay. their own league, but like, this is in their own division. Colin, this is why I've been reaching out to certain females to be a third party on this show every once in a while. Cause you know, as, as, as much as I oh, love April to do it in a heartbeat, I bet. Well, then we need to bring April Hunter on. Cause I think we need a woman's point of view and there, there, there may be a woman or two on, and you know, who's going to listen right now 
or listen in the replay and know that I reached out to you because we, we need, I think it's only fair if we're speaking about something like this to have a I point of view, a voice. Funny. I just noticed something funny about our logo. Hold on, hold on. Sherry says she would love to. Prove it. We'll reach out to you, Sherry, after the show, especially when it comes out. What do you got there, Colin? You got something there? Hang on. I got to email it to myself, but I just found something really funny about our show logo. Okay. What, what, what do you, what do you, what do you, what did you find funny about the show logo? I got, wait till I find it. And also right, Colin's looking for something, but anywho, so, um, Sherry, if you would love to come on as, as a guest host every once in a while, that would be great because I want to have a consistent, uh, female woman's point of view, you know, um, because I don't think it's also, I think it's kind of unfair for to have a guy or guys talking about these subjects without having someone of the opposite sex chiming in here. Like we can have you guys in the chat and we appreciate you ladies in the chat that come on, but I would love to have a woman's point of view here. Did you find it, Colin? I sent it to myself real quick. Oh, hang on. Not All right. So should I jump into the next story or, or do you want to yeah, go ahead? Go ahead. Jump into the next story. You're good. All right. So this is, um, hmm, it's a little sad. And we have one more story after this, but, um, over the past uh, week, we lost a couple of parts of our childhood and, uh, who am I talking about? Well, I'm going to jump into this very first person that we lost. And, and I want to talk about the, the, the impact this person had on me personally watching this person every single morning on TV as a child, because this was the very first time I saw anybody who looked like me in my lifetime. We'll, we'll see what I'm talking about. Here we go. I'm sharing this right now, guys. Share the screen. Here we go. Emilio Delgado, best known as Luis, the handyman on Sesame Street, landed the role back in 1971, two years after the show premiered. I was so excited, but as an actor, I knew that it was a job, you know, maybe it'll last a year, maybe two years, maybe not even that long, you know, but it was great. I had a job on television. Little did he know he'd be a Sesame Street fixture for 44 years. Delgado was born in Calexico, California, but was raised by his grandparents on the other side of the border in Mexicali. The first time that I saw Big Bird walk on, my line was, Big Bird. I didn't say, Big Bird. I said, Pajaro. So I called him Pajaro from then on, every time I saw him. Sesame Workshop writing on Thursday, at the forefront of representation, Emilio proudly laid claim to the record for the longest running role for a Mexican-American in a TV series. We are so grateful he shared his talents with us and with the world. I think we could stop it right there. That's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, man, um, Colin, so how old are you again? Uh, I'm in my 30s. All so right, I would so have you, remembered. I would have remembered him, yeah. So you remember Luis, right? You remember yeah. him and Maria? It's been so uh, long since I've watched uh, Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Even when my kid, I think if I'm correct, was a child, he was watching Sesame Street. And Luis was still there. Think about that. So my brothers, my oldest brothers in his fifties, you know, uh, close to his sixties. I'm in my mid forties, and my son is going to be fourteen. And all of us know who this person is. When I was a kid, this was the first time I ever saw. Um, Maria was Rita Moreno. No, is it the same person? No. No, 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 not Look Rita Moreno. 
I'll look no, it up. You keep talking. Not, not, not Rita Moreno. Um, but it was the first time that I saw somebody, you know, Latino uh, on my TV screen like that, like in that type of uh, role. Um, it was always for me, it was always uh, watching somebody get arrested <laughs> on a cop show or if it was uh, it was Maria's name is uh, Sonia Manzano. There you go. Sonia Manzano. Yes. Uh, 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 Rita Moreno was, in fact, um, part of the original West Side Story. Uh, she's also an amazing uh, Broadway actress, and she was in the revision of the new uh, West Side Story, which was pretty good. Me and Jen watched that. She was Carmen. And the Sandiego. electric company. I'm sorry. The electric company. You're right. Canada Spaceman. Rita Rita Moreno was on the electric company. So yeah. was Morgan Freeman. He was also on the electric company. Um, really cool. Um, but, she uh, voiced uh, Carmen Sandiego in Where on Earth is Carmen Sandiego from 94 to 99. I did not know that. I hear something like acting weird in the bathroom. I wonder if I should check that. You think Jen is pooping? Don't check the bathroom, Ray. Okay. Don't go in there, Ray. But anywho, um, so yeah, man, it was really sad, man. Oh, wow. Like, Sorry. What? Moreno had an off on and off relationship with Marlon Brando. What Rita Moreno? Yeah, yeah, you didn't know that? That's crazy, no, I didn't know that. Those old, those old uh, PBS shows were the bomb, Elizabeth. Uh, yeah. There was this Schoolhouse Rock. There was this other show. Remember, uh, three, two, one, contact is the uh, that was awesome. But um, but yeah, man, Luis. So Cascot Woodford says he uh, he actually met Luis. Imagine he was an asshole. Get the fuck away from me, you motherfucker. Me, hey, you pendejos, get away from me. <laughs> but no, man, I just, you know, it's just, it's just crazy how somebody, you know, uh, can, can really, like, I was sad when I heard that, but I gotta be honest with you, bro. This one made me really fucking sad. And I think, you know, who we're talking about. So I'm going to do my best right here. Here we go. <clears throat> Hey, yo, my name is Razor Ramon. I'm the bad guy. I do what I want, when I want. Toothpick to the camera. Hey, yo, it's survey time. Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon. Oh, man, this one fucking hurt, bro. You know, I've been following, and I know we don't talk. No, Lucha. We don't talk Lucha, but this is different. This was different. Um, Colin, we could talk about Razor Ramon, man. I've been, I, see, so I'm a little older than you, Colin. So I remember watching uh, Scott Hall when he tag teamed with Kurt Hedick in the AWA, when they were AWA tag team champions. You're probably young. Maybe you watched it. Maybe you didn't. I, didn't, sure I would have known. <clears throat> I, I first knew him as Razor Ramon from WWE, WWF back in the day. His feuds with uh one two three kid and all that watching those live as a kid. Well, I didn't know him as Scott Hall. I knew him as the Diamond Stud. Well, I, I think I vaguely remember that too. Yeah, the Diamond Stud when he was with DDP, DDP, mm-hmm. and then he came over and he did that fucking uh, that character dude where he uh, he took. Uh, I think Ben was talking Scarface. about this. Yeah, where Ben took this. Uh, you know, he took that Scarface role, and then like if you really think about. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me, Scott Hall's career 
it's fucking incredible. Like it's one of he's one of those people, Colin, that when they pass away and you start to think back to their impact on your life or on your viewership or on pro wrestling or whatever, it's fucking incredible. I mean, this guy was an AWA tag team champion. He went on. Oh, well, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. You come to say good night. No. Yeah, you come in to say good night. You're going to have a debut? Yes. Hey. Oh, you don't get to eat the, the sandwich. Do, do I do I play the. Uh... No. No. Buddy? Yeah, you see. What him? are you doing, buddy? You see Baldy? Is that what you said? Is that what you said? You said Baldy? Oh, buddy? You're my buddy. Everybody. Oh, where's everybody? Everybody's where's right everybody? there. Everybody say hi to the baby feet. Hey. Can you say hey? <clears throat> say hey right here. Say hey. Look. Right here. I, I, I got to play his theme song. Ladies and gentlemen, coming into Colin's room. He is the one. Fingers and holes. Ladies and gentlemen. Evil. Yes, look at him. He stands. How tall is he, Colin? Three feet tall? About three feet tall, yeah. Three feet tall. I think he's got a poop poop diaper. I think he's got a poopy diaper. Colin, you want to go change that and uh, I'll uh, take over from here? No, we're fine. I got it. You sure? Yeah. It pooped. You pooped? No, we pooped. Yeah, you pooped. No, we <clears throat> Say hello to the bald guy. No, it's that. Look at those Daddy's cheeks. Great. So for those those listening on the audio podcast, um, say hi. Hi. Say hi to the audio podcast. And he's hey. waving to you. Hey. He's waving everyone. Hey, buddy. hey, Alex. Okay, buddy. You know what I'm gonna do, right, buddy? You know what I'm gonna do, right, buddy? You know what I'm gonna do, right? <laughs> no, I'll give you pound. Pound it out. Pound kid. it. Pound it. Pound it. Hmm. Mm, this is terrible audio. I don't care. He's so fucking cute. Terrible. Why don't you audio. change his diaper, Colin? Because uh, that's yeah. That's uh, again, Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh has, doesn't change diapers, so I'm trying to live that Matt Walsh lifestyle. All right, you want to take him over there while I talk about Razor Ramon a little bit? Bye. Bye. These the fart. Say shit. bye. Say bye. Say, say adios. Bye. Adios. Bye. Say adios, muchachos. Oh, that's close enough. Try to say it. Yeah. All right, sir. Go. Vamos. Go change, your shitty, go change your shitty diaper. Go change your pinyal. Is he off? Yeah, he's gone. Put the door. You know how close I was Alex. doing it. You know how close I was doing it, right? Anyway, so back to uh, Mr. Razor Ramon. So basically, you know, following his career from the AWA Tag Team Champion, he went over to uh, WCW, working with DDP as a Diamond Stud, basically a bodyguard. Came over to WWE. As Razor Ramon, I want to hear you guys in the chat. What was one of your favorite uh, Razor Ramon moments? Um, I mean, who doesn't remember him being? Think about this. He was the very first guy during that whole WCW invasion angle to show up. You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, bro. Talk about Razor, man. Talk about Scott Hall. Well, we, we talked about it on the impact attack. Colin, give uh, me a second. I got to check on what's going on over here. No, you're good. Uh, so while Ray goes and gets locked in the bathroom here, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, we talked about this on the impact attack. You can go back and listen to it. Uh, Scott Hall was a man that uh, held many of our uh, most favorite moments.
probably some of the biggest moments in in all of wrestling. You know, his feud with One Two Three Kid, the the ladder match for the IC title with uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, being one of the founding fathers of the NWO. You know, One Thirty, the Outsiders, uh, and even his his demons that he had and going down dark roads and rebounding and having a decent career in TNA, a, a rebound. Uh, no, uh, oh, there he is. He's back. Ray's back. Ray, you're, you're, Ray, everyone knows now that the Price of Right set is just on fabric because of you. What are you talking about? The, the Price of Right set is just, it, the, uh, the Price is Right set, it's just on fabric. Like you I just like pushed it out the way. The big wheel's fake. I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Spin that about. wheel. The big, the big, if it's real, spin that wheel. I'm not getting up again. It's, it's, you spin that goddamn wheel. Don't make me pull this podcast over. We'll stop we done? this thing. Huh? Are we done? I, I, I guess we're done. I talked about Scott Hall. Are you talking about Scott Hall? All right, I got uh, to Wolf, Wolfer said his favorite Scott Hall moment is during his uh, shoot interview. He told a story about ruffling Dixie's feathers. Dixie who? Dixie Carter when he went to TNA? Yeah. Scott Hall got over without a world title. <clears throat> That's another thing, man. Um a lot of people say that, oh, he should have been world champion, but you know why they didn't put the title on him, right? Because of his demons, maybe? Yeah, know. too many problems, bro. He was not dependable. Yeah. When he was IC champion, especially when he was a babyface, that dude was fucking like popular, bro. Yeah, he's so over. He just couldn't get straight. Do you remember? Let me see if I can find this really quickly. Um, do you remember what uh, it was called the Phil Donahue show? Yes. Do you remember when Razor Ramon came out on a Phil Donahue show? Yes. I don't know if anybody, anybody I, I got to show this. I got to show this because this is actually one of the Phil, Don, okay. Ray, this Let's, is on our logo. What's I that? just noticed this. What okay. do you see right now? Oh, some dude banging some chick from behind. <laughs> he looks like he's fisting her. <laughs> he's not? I don't know what's going on there. He looks like his, his hand is in a very awkward position. And he's like, like looking like he's trying to reach for the back of her head. What is good? Chat. Chat. Let, let us know what you think is going on here in this picture. All right, I'm he's Hadouken-ing her. There you go. Thank you. All right, <laughs> let, 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 we're going to show some love to Mr. Razor, Razor Ramon real quick. Here we go. Ready? Hang on. Let me get this off. Man. All right. Sky Hall. This was a very popular. Oh, is Jerry Springer? Well, uh, today we're meeting the two greatest people we've Jerry ever Springer, had on the show. I'll just say that flat out. First, we met Hydea. Um, Hydea is 11 years old. Um, she was on our show two years ago. You might remember. Uh, she has AIDS, and uh, she has managed to deal with that and to become such a pop. 11-year-old little girl. He said she managed to deal with that. She managed to deal with that. I know. <laughs> like, how, but how do you know? It's probably uncomfortable for for, for Jerry Springer. That and by true. the way, that's true. This is original Jerry Springer. This is before you had crackheads fighting, fighting each other. And all that. Before this, Jerry? Yes, before that, Jerry. This is um, regular talk show, Jerry. Here we go. Positive influence and force and spirit on this planet Earth to everyone she meets. Uh, but she got married on our show two, uh, two years ago. And she got married, a friendship ceremony, um, to a young man named Tyler, who, uh, if there is such a thing as the all-American boy, it is Tyler. I got to stop this really quickly. How many people will have a problem with this right now? Bro, seriously? No. A friendship ceremony. A marriage. Had a friendship ceremony. You think you hang think on, wait, wait. Get... 
Hang on, wait, 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 hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm wait. hanging. I'm not doing nothing. Hang on, let me let me just uh, sit here doing a podcast. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. You, it's gonna you, be a long you show. Talk guys. for a second. You talk for a second. Right, I'm, I'm gonna let you guys know this is gonna be a long show. We're gonna be on for a while. Because you still got a top five. I can't wait to talk about top five. It's gonna be one of the best top fives ever. But anyway, there's a little girl with AIDS and she wants to uh meet somebody. And Colin, should I just press play here, Colin? All right, I'm pressing play here. I don't know if Colin is uh paying attention to me. Okay, no, I can hear you and everything. So so I don't um so we're watching a video right now right there's a little girl uh she got put in a friendship ceremony right okay right mm-hmm. how would you feel if i said instead of us getting married we're gonna have a friendship ceremony she just gave me the middle finger oh wow she didn't even say anything oh that's she just wonderful. put me the bird and walked away that did she literally walk away yeah, she literally just walked away. She's literally like, why Why didn't you change this kid's diaper, you piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's pissed, Colin. You That's really why that. she's mad, yeah. And you're mad because I didn't change his diaper, did you? In the middle of the show, I should have just changed his diaper. I, I need That's you to tell her. Me shit about. I need you to tell her. No, the kid had the one that had the shit. I need you to tell her that I told you to leave the show and change the fucking diaper. You told me to leave the show and go change the diaper. Yeah. Do I yes. get points? She said yes, thank you. All right, you're welcome. Here we go. He said you're um, welcome. See for yourself. Here's Tyler. So this is her little her little husband. <laughs> little white boy. <laughs> Their little friendship ceremony. Any problem with this? Alright, I'm gonna fast forward this because this is where the cool part comes in. You ready? You think you're bigger than he is? No. <laughs> so if you saw him, you'd say Mr. Ramon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's see what you'll say to him. Here he is. <laughs> Look at the pop. That music. Hey, yo. That kid doesn't know what to do right now. He's just shitting his pants. Do you remember when Razor Ramon went to the hood? No, that's funny, though. All right, we'll show it. Hold on. Here we go. Kissing the little girl. Put the title down. Put the gold chain around her. Now, I got to put something over real quick. So check this out, guys. So it's funny because my wife was, uh, we were talking and she goes, I knew that guy. She goes, a wrestler died, right? Because, you know, she knows nothing about wrestling. I'm like, yeah, yeah. What's going on? She goes, is that the guy that used to have the gold chain with the curl? Think about that, Colin. Mm -hmm. Think about the impact this dude really had. Dude, he was so iconic. Even before, like, had the internet been around when this dude was doing Razor Ramon and all that shit? Well, actually, they probably would have called him racist because he was like a white dude doing like yeah. a, like a Latino stereotype. But but it was still over. Look at that shirt. Over as fuck. She could wear it as a fucking blanket. Here we go. Is it true that he was talking bad about me? No, no. He, he said he was going to call you Mr. Ramon when you came in. He did say immediately. <laughs> he did say immediately you were his favorite. Apparently, his dad watches. I always him. liked you best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, he was so jacked. I've been seeing those pictures of him and Kurt. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's dude, his fucking biceps. Dude, he was so fucking jacked. Did you see him when he was in the AWA? Yeah, that's the picture I'm talking about with him and Kurt Henning, dude. With the mustache. Bro. Dude, he was fucking beast. He was a huge and guy. And the razor's bro. edge was an awesome finishing move. And he did it the right way. 
You could do it everywhere. Yeah, he like laid down. He didn't try to throw a motherfucker. You would see him like lay down and try to like do the slide pin type of thing with him. He would gu- he he would guide his opponent down to take the flat bump on their on their shoulder blades. So my mom thought he was Latino to this day. Isn't that something? Hey yo. Anyway. Dude, so did just, you see the clip where uh they were putting over how smooth he was where he's in the ring at WCW and they throw the drink? And it hits him dead on the head, right? Mm. Well, instead of like it pulling him out of character, hear him acting crazy, he just he used it to slick back his hair. And they do, and everybody like the other guy, like Kevin Nash, and all of them are like hyping him up, like yeah, like like dude, dude doesn't even care because he's still just milking the camera while he's like slugging it back, like yeah, whatever. Y'all hit me with some drink. I'm still in this ring. I'm still cooler than all of y'all. I tell you, man, Razor Ramon, uh, Scott Hall, and apparently he was very, very liked. In the business, and I'm, look, man, everybody's gonna have nobody. Nobody's gonna like everybody, but we're talking about. We're not just talking about the man, but we're talking about the icon, Razor Ramon. You know, and the guy was uh, was just special. He was different, man. He was one of a kind, and uh, Razor Ramon is one of my favorite guys. And uh, I'm sorry he's gone. So did, uh, did Did Thunder Rosa win the AEW title? No, you tell me. Yeah, one's in the chat. If Thunder Rosa won the AEW Women's Championship, I hope she did, bro, because she's fucking great. Anyway, all right, so let's jump into this next news story. This is the final news story of the day. This has been going on here in New York City, and uh, a lot of people thought it would be me, but I'm going to tell you guys about not only that it's not me, but um, I may have a change of heart when it comes to homeless people on the subway. You ready? Yes. And that breaking news spans from New York City to Washington, D.C. Police in both cities believe there is a serial shooter on the loose who targets homeless men. Hello, I'm Joe Torres. And I'm Sandra Bookman. A joint statement tonight from both police departments details a series of shootings that they believe are connected, all carried out by one man. Police believe yesterday's shootings in the West Village and Chinatown are connected, and they're looking into the possibility today's shooting in Tribeca is also part of the series. Police in Washington, D.C. say the three shootings that targeted homeless men there are connected to the Manhattan shootings. Eyewitness News reporter Lucy Yang joins us from the latest shooting location in Tribeca. By the way, I got to put over something. See that lady right there, Lucy Yang? Yeah. The first building that I was a door, I'm not going to say the address of it, but the first building that I was a doorman on when I worked on the Upper West Side, this was well, well before, this is a long time ago, before us, Colin. I'm talking about 2004, 10? Yeah. She was, she was one of my tenants. This oh, lady right cool. here. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. very nice, by the way. Anyway, here we go. She doesn't look, she doesn't look too happy right there in that, that frozen photo. Well, she's old. Her husband is big white and he has a small cock. That's what she said. I'm not... Allegedly. Well, Joe and Sandra, in a stunning development, authorities believe some kind of vigilante is now targeting society's most vulnerable, trying to kill those who live on the street. Take a look behind me. Most of the shootings happened during the overnight hours. Tonight's attack happened around dinner time. The killer seems to be becoming more brazen as he leaves a trail of victims from D.C. to New York. That's where the gunshot. I didn't know where it was coming from. It was a one loud bang. The latest victim was not just a nameless, faceless person on the street. He was a neighbor. Families here <laughs> tried to help. One woman I was just talking to to take him to church. People around here would 
give them money and food. Sunday night, another homeless person is fatally shot, this time on Murray Street in normally quiet Tribeca. Mm. Adding to the shock, authorities now <coughs> believe a traveling serial killer hunting the homeless has worked his way from Washington, D.C. to New York City. Oh, on shit. Saturday, the surveillance video shit. in Chinatown shows the gunman kicking one of his victims and looking around before fatally shooting the man in this yellow sleeping bag. An hour earlier in the West Village, another homeless man was shot, but he survived. Before this weekend, three were shot in D.C. One of them shot and stabbed, then set on fire. He died. After those three attacks came three more shootings this weekend in New York City. Officials believe this man is responsible for the first. All right. So anyway, um, I'm going to stop sharing this. So this is the deal, man. So we got this guy running around killing homeless people dude dude it's crazy they arrested him in washington dc so, so he they was got him taken, dude he was he must have been taking the amtrak they got him then yeah they, I was looking they for arrested him he must okay, have been good. taking that quick amtrak you know so so you can take an amtrak from from new york to to dc right but they have a quick one that's like an hour or two hours right like it's fa it just goes straight from new york to dc right mm-hmm he must be traveling on that train to get there that fast. Colin, you're going to no kill me. No way he's driving or anything like you're that. You're going to fucking kill me. So remember I was telling you I had to check on something over there in the yeah. bathroom? The, uh, there's a little clog. Um, if you give me two poop. seconds, I just got to No, no poop. I just got to check something real quick. Um, but I just, if there's something else, another story you want to talk about so we could jump into our top five, just literally give me two minutes. I don't know why this is always happening now. What I'm fucking doing the show. This is always at this, this time of night. But um, but I just wanted to share with you a story. When I get back, it's gonna literally take me two seconds. All right. Yes, you you do that. Hang on, I'm I will sorry, read dude. this. Uh, so the gentleman in question here. Uh, let's see. We'll I will find it. Bam, right here. Uh, his name is Gerald Brevard the third. Uh, they tracked him down at a D.C. gas station. Uh, they announced at 5.40 a.m. they arrested him. He's being interviewed uh, for more. Uh, let's see. They have more facial recognition photos. That's crazy. Let's see. He was early this a.m. They arrested him. Uh, that's insane. That's crazy. Like. That somebody would just go, yeah, that's it, that's really what it is, kibbles and bits. Not no, it's the Dominicans are back, messing with Big Ray's. Um, that's probably true, Buckshot Kid. If he did get arrested in New York, he would probably, uh, probably be back out on the street. Uh, I don't think he said why he did it. I think they're interviewing him now, Sherry. So I'm sure that'll come out. Um, they'll probably get all this like information when they interrogate him and then when it goes to court, like, cause this will probably be a big high profile case when it goes to court, they'll try to play the angle that, Oh, he's some sympathetic. What are you talking about? The guy that got arrested. Uh, so they'll, they'll try to play him as some sympathetic dude that just, uh, Oh, he, he was, he's, he's messed up in the head and he didn't know what he was doing. Killing yeah, okay. these homeless people. Yeah, okay. Just so you know what it is, is that the, uh, the toilet it's continuously running. Is that what it is? No, it's running. It doesn't stop running. So I have I just turned the water off. I'll fix it when I'm done. But tie it down. Huh? Tie, if you tie it down, it should stop running. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna do that afterwards. I don't have time to that. I just turned the water off. We're taking shoes off. You tried that? It's not wearing fucking pair of Nikes. What are you talking about? 
Oh, you said it was <clears> running. <throat> anyway. Adidas's? So can I share a story? Yes. Do you know how I'm always on the train? And you guys probably think I'm full of shit. I'm telling you guys from the bottom of my heart, on my father's grave, and you know how serious I take that. I've literally gone up to dudes, smacked cigarettes out of their mouth, pushed them off the train. Like it's it's not onto the tracks, like out of the train because they're being assholes. I I've had quite a tumultuous experience with the homeless since 2020. But Colin, yo, this week <clears throat> I had a weird experience. So I'm getting on the train. It's around 2:30. You know, I'm going to work at that time because you know I start at four. Jump on the train, dude. See if you if you feel me on this, okay? <clears throat> so I jump on the train, and this young, I think he was Hispanic, maybe even, I think he might have been white, white kid. You know, young. He had to be in his 20s, man. You know, he comes with his little cart, and then he parks. There's like two seaters. So I'm at the end of the train against the wall. There's no more seats. He sits across from me, and then he lays down. All right, whatever. So I'm over here, you know, playing my fucking Pokemon or whatever the fuck I'm playing on my phone. And then um, the kid starts smoking a cigarette on the train, right? Now, hear me. Hear me out here. So I'm like, fuck this shit. So I get up like an like angry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, what the fuck, bro? I'm like, serious. Can you turn that shit the fuck off? And then the kid looked me. When I say Colin, he looked me. I'm going to get choked up. He looked me dead in the eye. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, he was so apologetic. But this kid, bro, had, I, I can't explain it. It was such a deep sadness in his eye. Like, I, I never looked these fuckers in the eye. But I looked them right in the eye, bro. And I can't explain to you guys how I, I almost like, like we connected right there, you know? And I saw this kid. And he was such a, he was a kid. He was a kid and he was all fucked up. When I say kid in his twenties and he looked so sad because I was like, oh my God, I just took away the fact that this kid needed that cigarette right then and there. Even though it was on a train, it's wrong, Colin. It's wrong what he did. So then I'm sitting across from him and he's like, hey, um, I'm sorry to bother you. Would you like one of these Axe body washes? <laughs> you know, I'm selling them. So I make a joke and I'm like, where'd you get that from? Right, Aid? Because, you know, a lot of people are like stealing from the fucking pharmacies and shit. And um, I was like, nah, man. Nah, I'm good. I'm good, man. I was like, it's, it's all good. Blah, blah, blah. We're going back and forth. So we start talking back and forth. And I'm not going to share the whole fucking story, but the kid, you know, he told me a little bit about him. And this, what does it say? And then you two passionately met. Not yet. That was later on at the Airbnb they got together. Yeah. Where, like, where, uh, it's nothing like an unwashed butthole, I guess. But, yeah, um, I suck that cock, you know, I'll stop it, Colin. You better get rid of that fucking thing before I really destroy you. <laughs> I have sound clips that you would not want to replay. It's okay. So, anyway, man, so the kids is talking to me. We're going back and forth. And finally, I, I calculated how much the entire box would cost. You know what I'm saying, bro? And I, and, and, so I waited. I didn't want him to see me pull it out. You know what I'm saying? The, you know, the dough and nothing like that. Before the train opens, I, I was about to step out and I, I gave him a pound. Like, yo, nice talking to you. I said, thank you so much for being so, so, you know, so nice about me asking you to turn off the cigarette. And I was being, you know, discreet about it. 
This fucking kid runs out of the train. <laughs> fucking grabs me by the shoulder, looks me again in his eye with his big fucking brown puppy dog eyes, and is telling me, Oh, you have no idea how much this made my day, blah, blah. Like he's saying all these fucking things. I just wanted to go because he was hurting my heart, bro. So now we have this fucking situation with this guy. There's a reason why I'm telling you this whole story. And, you know, somebody had mentioned in the, in, the, in the comments that it's a psychological problem that a lot of these people have. And they literally have nowhere to fucking go. Now, we got some assholes. We got people that are assholes, like that asshole that he clearly, I, I don't know if he was homeless or whatever the fuck he was, but shoving shit in this woman's face for no fucking reason. But this is what's going on in society now, Colin. You know, ever since COVID, hello? You notice all, all this, a lot of this shit is happening since COVID, mm-hmm. since COVID-19 hit the pandemic. Oh, we don't have room in the hospital for these people anymore. They don't have, no, they only have room for people that can pay insurance for COVID, Colin. Now you get what I'm saying? Oh, no, no. We can't house these people for free. The state doesn't pay the full price, but insurance does. So you got a cold COVID. You have a stomachache, COVID, pharmaceuticals, buckshot kit, COVID. They're not going to, they're not going to, a lot of these people, what they need is a fucking square meal. They need a square meal and a warm bed. You know, and I was talking to my, to my coworker. That that doesn't, that doesn't create profits, Ray. I was talking to, I was talking to Mario, my buddy in the chat here. And he, he was even saying, you know how like, um, Sometimes you just need something to keep. Like, can you imagine not like Colin, you know how you imagine you working your full shift, right? Coming home. And then for that entire week, you can't take a shower. You don't know where you're going to shit. And after you shit, you don't know how you're going to clean yourself. Think about living forever like that. It's, It's mentally debilitating. Like there has to be a way to help these people. Like there has to be, there has to be something like, like th- homelessness shouldn't be a thing, Colin. Well, I mean, I know people that are homeless that have jobs and things like that. Like they get, they get uh gym memberships, Ray. Uh, one of, one of my friends said the first thing you learn as a homeless person is you go and you get the $40 membership at planet fitness and you have a warm shower, a place to change, a place to, 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 you know, take a shit wipe yourself all that stuff right mm-hmm. so as long as you can afford a gym membership for 20 bucks a month you know some of them are less than 20 dollars a month right you can probably beg enough and get changed to to keep a gym membership for some of these people right but a lot of those change colleges you know because you have to have a credit card yeah or a debit card that's true yeah so you can't pay cash i know what you mean you can't do that now yeah that's true it's a fucking shame bro it's fucking shame. So anyway, so my, my the moral of the story is that, you know, like for me on a personal level, bro, I think I'm going to handle things differently. Not only for my own protection, because I, I tend to not give a fuck, but also you don't know what this person is. People are fucking going through, man. Remember the, remember the video I sent you with the dude smoking crack in the train? Yeah. Having the time of his fucking life. Who knows if that was his last puff of crack? 
I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's right. It's so wrong what they're doing. But at the same time, bro, this looking, if you, I don't know if you guys out there have ever like had a conversation with a homeless person. And now I understand why my father did what he did all those years, Colin. You know, going to the drug rehab centers and helping the homeless and the people coming out of prison and all this other shit. Now I get it. Because those are the ones that need the real help. This is a fucking shame, man. It's a fucking shame. What a fucking downer. But I got something to bring this up, Colin. Anything else you want to say before we move on to my favorite portion of the show? So we're going to lighten this up, ladies and gentlemen. And then we're going to jump into the mail sack. We're going to go home. How's that sound to you, Colin? Sounds great. Ladies and gentlemen, if I can find this fucking gimmick here. Did you get rid of the 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 over? No, you did not. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your favorite part. Hopefully you guys sent us the emails. If not, can you scroll that at the bottom, Colin, where they can send their emails? I got you. They want to jump in the chat. I'm pulling up the the emails. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our top five game shows. It's now the time for our top five, for our top five. It's now the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now the time for our top five, for our top five. It's now the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is our top five game shows. As Colin. Colin, get that fucking cum cake out of your face. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm used to it already at this point in juncture. Top five game shows. Colin, who doesn't love game shows? Now, now I know before you did this show, Colin, you did a little research, right? You wanted to, you wanted to bring up some 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 tidbits about I was, game shows? But we got busy. We had so some that- fun facts that I was going to try to bring up. But, but Ray, one of the, one of the craziest things... And I'll probably bring it up when we talk about these game shows, Ray. Mm-hmm. Is uh, game shows have gone on for for like since like the forties, fifties. They've like been around forever, right? Like, like uh, some of these game shows. Like I would watch the old game show television uh, network with my mom, and she would watch the old fifties, like the old black and white, mm-hmm. um, like Password, uh, Match Game. Uh, they would have the game where they would have. Uh, like they'd have three people come out and the the they would have three celebrities of that time ask these three people questions, right? And they were trying to figure out like they would describe like an astronaut, right? At the top of the show. Was it the and name then, game? The name game? What? The name game? I think it is. I think it's something like that, but they had to figure out out of those three people by asking them questions who was like the astronaut or the police person or what did oh, whatever. Oh no, no, feet. no, no, no. Uh truth or dare. Um no no. Truth or no, not truth or consequences. Truth or lie. To tell the truth. That's to it tell right the there. truth. Yes, Elizabeth. That was that was such a great show. That's one of the, like one of my honorable mentions right there because uh, most of those shows back in the day, we we showed the Flintstones smoking commercial. A lot of those uh, game shows were um, were brought to you by cigarette companies like Lucky Strike or Winston, and they give away cartons of cigarettes. Like if you won, they'd be like, "Here's your carton of cigarettes." <laughs> Remember, do you remember the the uh, the Flintstones cigarette commercial? 
Yeah, we sh- yeah we showed it. Oh, you showed it here? Yeah, we showed it. Lucky strike. Most doctors smoke lucky strikes. If we didn't show it here, we showed it on the A <laughs> show because I remember talking okay. about it. That was incredible, dude. I don't know if you want to show it here. I, I could pull it up real quick. I mean, have you guys ever seen that? I got to show it. I mean, it's just real quick. It's, it's not going to take two seconds. But back in the day, like you were saying, uh, let me see Flintstones, right? <clears throat> You're right. You were just Commercial. showing it. You had it. You had it up there. <laughs> let me see. I, I should have it here. There we go. There's a couple of different ones, and this is this is not only um, fucking terrible that they they're putting over smoking cigarettes. Let's see if this commercial would get over before we jump into our top five with the uh, with the butt hurt crowd nowadays. You ready? There we go. They sure work hard, don't they, Bonnie? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back where we can't see them. Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it up front where it counts. Here. Ahead of the pure white filter. The pure white Winston filter. packs rich tobaccos specially selected and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney Winston tastes good like a cigarette chug. You think that will get over right now, Colin? No, hell no. They can't. It's illegal for them to have smoking ads. They 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 finally got rid of them out of print. They Remember, remember Joe Camel? Oh, Joe Camel was the man, dude. I wanted Joe to Camel, smoke. They, got rid of, they Joe killed Camel. Joe Camel. Does, does anybody make? Do they still sell uh, candy cigarettes where you live? Yeah, yeah. They they call them like candy sticks or something they like do? that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they call them candy cigarettes because the ones that we had when we were kids, when you blew out, the smoke would come out. The sugar. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. Interesting. Anyway, so we're talking about our top five game shows, Colin, and um, my top five is going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. I, I I mean, some of them are going to be obvious, but I think my number five, I don't know if anybody in here might have it. Maybe nobody will remember it. I don't even know, Colin. Maybe you're too young to remember this, but uh, do you want me to go my my five first? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So <clears throat> what I did was I actually pulled the intros for each of one of my fives. And if you have the same one, then, you know, we don't have to do that. All right. Cool. All right. Here we go. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is my number five. Here we go. Kenny wasn't like the other kids. TV mattered. Nothing else did. Girl said yes, but he said no. Now he's got his own game show. I think you all know the opening. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah, I, re- I, re- I remember that because that was Colin Quinn there at the end. Uh, that was I, re- I vaguely remember that show because I used to watch yeah. uh, MTV a lot back back before they got rid of uh, the music television over there at, at MTV. Dude, I used to love that show, bro. 
So basically, yeah, you had Colin Quinn. I forgot the name of the young girl. She was a hot chick. And um, they would do different skits during the show, and you would have different categories. So it would be, uh, you know, uh, leave it a beaver or whatever the hell. But it wouldn't be like the questions would be kind of like, uh, what's the word? Like pop culture questions that related to TV shows, you know, from the past or whatever. And you would have to know your TV knowledge. But it was it was so different. It was like a hip game show for people who were hit back in, in the late eighties, early nineties. So this was, I love this fucking game show, dude. It was great for me. Maybe, I enjoyed maybe it we'll much. have to do top five MTV game shows. Did they have five MTV game shows? Oh yeah. They had plenty of, of game shows. I can do some research, bro, but remote uh, control singled out being one of them. Oh, wow, the dating this. game show. Ben Stein's money. Was that an MTV show? No, that was comedy central. Okay. Still a good show. Another good game show. Win Ben Stein's money. I forgot about that one, actually. That was a really good one. A, good one. a guy who was a, a writer for Nixon. You ben know, Stein, he wrote for Con, Nixon. I got I to gotta ask you a favor. And um, I had an honorable mention. Can I, can I do my honorable ne- mention next after you do your your number five? Yes. Okay, go ahead. A terrible show. Um, my number five is a show with two people who have have outlasted time it feels like ray you have one guy who kind of works the crowd he works the contestants and you have another woman who turns the letters and lets us and reveals these phrases you know that could be things places you know catchphrases what 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 is my number five, Big Ray? Well, Will of Fortune, a, yeah. Well, Vanna White. You know they she, she they both kind of look. I mean, they, they look older, but they look the same. Dude, they still look the same. They don't fucking age. Can you imagine the day that one of them passes away? It's gonna. They yeah. They'll <laughs> probably. I can't. I can't think that either one of them will continue if the other one's not on the show. You don't think so? No, I don't. I don't think so. You can't. You can't continue, can you? I mean, you can. It's not gonna. It, it'll never be the fucking the same, same. Though. I mean, Kathy continued without <laughs> Regis. It's still not the same, right? Even though Regis isn't dead. I mean, he is now, but he wasn't. Well, guys and gals, don't forget to get your uh, top five in there because I'm interested to see if any of you guys have anything different than we do. I, I'm gonna throw my my honorable mention real quick out here, Colin, because here's the thing. I I didn't know if it was really a game show. I thought it was, because if it was, it would have been high on my list, but I wasn't sure. So I'm going to throw it out there. You tell me, guys, if this was a game show, um, but this is not my number four. This is just my honorable mention. You ready? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, from Gladiator Arena in Los Angeles, California, here are the American Gladiators, Ice Ice Baby. Oh, Thunder just did the the new era Ride the Pony. Yeah, when he came out. He was the creator of that dance. I mean, just is, I do. I used to love Global Gladiators. Shoot the the game where they had to dodge the balls and shoot at the the guys shooting them. Oh my! Do the same. So, Global so B- Buckshot so awesome. Kid says that's a game show. It's totally then, a game show. It's contestants against people. It's totally this, a game show. Elizabeth says it's it's game show adjacent. No, it's totally a game show. 
I remember Joker's Wild. That was a fun game. That's old school, brother. Oh, shit. Check this out. Hold on. Let me share this. I didn't notice this. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I didn't go this far. Look who's here. Look who's here. To join this elite group of gladiators starts now. $1,000 and the chance to join this elite group of gladiators. So this is late in, in the. Uh... Let me tell you something, brother. <clears throat> like new era gladiators, basically. They had a couple of the originals, but um, I'll give you my number four. My number four. I think you all like my number four. I think a lot of people are going to remember it. Now, I've tried to pick old versions from when I was a kid. So I'm talking about the 80s. So maybe the quality is not going to be as good for the people watching. But I think you'll know this once you hear it. Here we go. What a good freaking game show. Pressure luck. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Bro, my heart used to palpitate watching this show. Do you remember the show? Are you too young for I it? do remember this show. <clears throat> Did you know that there oh, was a conspiracy around this show? Talk to me. So back when the show first started, a guy watched the show so much that he memorized and learned oh, the, yes, patterns, the patterns. The patterns that it used to make. And he went on there and he knew exactly when to stop, when to pass, all these other things, because he knew what was going to happen. Um, and he finally got caught, basically. Uh, mm. But but yeah, they, they had what's to like, wrong, randomize it and all that stuff afterwards. What's wrong with memorizing? I mean, he didn't do anything illegal, did he? At the time, no, because nobody would have thought. Like, I mean, first off, if you're going to have a game like that, you should probably randomize the patterns a little bit, Betty, right? Well, duh, right. yeah. But he, he, he knew it. He knew knew it memorized from heart and could figure it out. And I think he helped them afterwards. Interesting. Well, I'm interested in finding out what your number four is, Colin. Uh, my number four, which I'm going to throw about another honorable mention. Yeah, please. Uh, do you remember the Nintendo arcade game show? Oh, man, I do. What was the name of it? I, I, I can't remember, but it was where they pretended like they were in the games. I always wanted to like be on that game show. One was it a Nintendo game, game show or was it just yeah. the game show? Game no, uh, show it was a Nickelodeon. It was Nickelodeon. Uh, Can you Nickelodeon find it? Arcade game. I'll find it. Hang on. Yeah, because I remember. Now we're not talking about the one where they're running through the uh, the, the the tombs and stuff. Not the tombs. No, no, uh, that's a like different one. It's jump. called Nick Arcade. Uh, oh, that on, they used to have a green screen. They used to jump and all this other shit over things. Yes, oh, I please used to find always it. want to play this fucking game. I know what he's talking about. Anybody remember this, guys? Nick Arcade. Yes, TN Couponer has confirmed yeah, right. Nick Arcade. All you gotta do is pull up a YouTube gimmick. I'm sure he'll do just fine with doing it. And here we go. Colin's pulling it up. For those listening on the audio right now, I was playing some gay music. These are these are all the games I can I don't. Oh wait, here we go. Looks like this is a producer's challenge. Okay, so I haven't. You know, right now Collins is showing the producer's challenge of uh, for those watching on the. Uh, here we go. 
Okay, first kid, first player is going inside the game. Oh, he got hit by an idol. He's making his way upstairs under the fireball. So looks like he's headed for the other coin. He's got the other coin in the end. Okay. Oh, there's the beam of light. Oh, he's destroying all of the enemies. Making his way back downstairs. Look out. Oh, destroyed that mummy. Two coins. One. Oh, he got hit by the spikes. And one more. And we'll go on to the next player. Oh, yeah, I just this. wondered how they did this. Whoa, it's kind of neat wild, now that you can see duck under a like, how they're on like platforms and how that guy like, got it. Like, oh, he got hit by that buzzer. Platform so that he wouldn't get hit by anything. And what are they looking at? Are they looking at another screen or something? I think so, yeah. Restored all his power and the third point. They're off to the wizard. Oh, no. There's a bug. There's a bug in the program. He's got a third point. They're going on to the wizard level. So this yeah, was that was. I'm sorry, was go ahead. right there. That was a good game. I I do remember. That's your honorable mention. That's one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, okay. yeah. But they. Uh, so my my number four mm -hmm. is uh, of the uh, Nickelodeon genre. Mm -hmm. um, as as a kid, I used to love <laughs> the game shows that Nickelodeon had. Um, this one was hosted by Funny Man Mike O'Malley. I heard uh, that we had before. the gl guts version, but we also had the global. Guts version. We had referee Moira, who would um, ref the whole thing. And and if you won, if you got after after all of these grueling obstacle courses, Ray, oh, you made fuck. it to the end. You got to run <clears throat> up the crag. <clears throat> Touch that. Hit the buttons and everything as you run up the crag. <clears throat> but uh, guts, global guts, guts. However you want to say it. Uh, that is uh, that is my number four. Do you remember? Do you remember uh, global guts, Ray? Or, or is that a little bit out of your time because i definitely would have been like i don't think my brother watched uh guts as much mm, no it's probably you have a, you have a brother Colin? Karak, but one question still remains do you have it yeah i was a little past my time i was already uh getting handies welcome to the extreme arena yep, the extreme arena the extreme this arena. is before ECW's Extreme Arena. Now I have another honorable mention, but I'm going to save it before my number one. Um, it didn't make it didn't quite make my list, um, but this one did. This is my number three, Colin, and um, you're going to know this one. This was possibly one of my favorite game shows, and and you guys listening to this will know right off the bat exactly what this is. Hold on, let me just uh, start it here. Check this out, guys. Remember this? Back in the days. Tonight, the whole family can dare to win on the game that's filled with spills and packed with prizes. Family Double Dare. On your mark. Get set. Go! Get that note going in. Oh, that's Colin and the, the truck stop. Red team is having a little bit of a tough time. Red team is really flying there. Keep it going. First team to go past the red line. Gets $50 and control around one here on Family Double there. This is neck and neck. It's very, very close. And who's going to do it? And it team's is totally kicking ass. Congratulations, Mom. Take that off. You can take that off, too. So they're filling the cup of milk, and he says, Mom, take that off. So I was looking for the for the double dare, just the regular double dare, but I think this does this just does just fine i mean who didn't fucking love double dare bro and this shit went on forever but do you remember double dare as a kid oh no i do remember double dare as a kid yes <clears throat> double dare was one of my favorites so, so this is a game show where you had 
Uh, for those listening on audio, you know, if, if you never heard, it was uh, hosted by Mark Summers, um, who was a very popular host at the time. Uh, he hated his job, apparently. But anyway, um, they he's, would because he's OCD and he's a clean freak. That's why he hated that job. Yes, exactly. Exactly. They used to do all these crazy physical challenges, as we were seeing here, where they were shooting milk into a cup and all this other dumb, crazy shit. And at the end of the show, they would have to run through this obstacle course. Dude, come on. As a kid, you didn't want to run through that fucking Dude, obstacle I so course, man. To do it. I so wanted to run through that obstacle. Bro, man, that was just like my fave, man. So that is my number three, Colin. What's your number That three? is how they filled that cum donut. Lab rat. I can't. Just, I can't. Can you can you highlight his comment? I can't highlight his comment right now. Where is it? Boom. That's how they film filled the cum donut. Wipeout. Wipeout <laughs> is uh, another good game show, right? What about Elite? Elite uh, does Elite XC... Um, you know the show where the they they dub over the Japanese guys. Of course, does oh, that count um, as a game show? What is it? Uh, Wipeout. Yeah, no, not, not Wipeout. It's called like Elite uh, uh, MXC oh. or something like that. Oh, but the, the, it's like comedy, and they give them funny names and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. teachers versus students. Yeah, and it's totally yeah. like terribly dubbed. That was fun. That was all right. Fun. Um, so my number three, uh, <clears throat> Big Ray, <clears throat> is. Is another, another oh welcome Robert Christensen to the chat. Uh, is up, another What are you doing? He's point. What are, what are you, and by the way, Bin Amin is my tribal chief. Yallah. <laughs> Sitting at home. Acknowledge me. I think we okay. just did. I think we just did. Uh this is another Nickelodeon game show here, Ray. Hmm. Okay. Um Pop this bad boy up. You can see. Oh shit! I do remember that. Temple was the temple something. Legends of the Hidden Temple with Olmec. Legends of the Hidden Temple. It's funny how it, put, it just puts smiles on our faces watching these things. Uh, so apparently, I saw a bulletproof troop friend of the show uh, posted that they were looking for adults to redo like they were doing an adult version of legend of the hidden temple where they were going to do it just like this with all the obstacles and you have to move like you, you know you as you progress you get canceled and eliminated and all that things so when you say an adult version they're all going to be nude and having sex yes okay like yeah they're all sexual games where you gotta like jerk a dude off until he comes uh, did he just say something about a pearl necklace yeah there's monkeys, monkey balls. Oof. There's blue balls. There's uh, dew drops. Uh, there's blue waffles. Um, there's red dragons. Um, there's dirty Sanchez's. That's the brown team. And don't and don't worry, Lawrence Weaver. They're gonna be shows. What what I'm gonna show next? You guys are gonna absolutely positively know exactly what I'm getting into. Apparently, they're too old for this. They gotta cross I know the about moat here. Uh, I get it, Le Lawrence. You're older. They gotta cross this moat here as a team. See, I remember this game because my mother used to babysit. That was like her part-time job. So the kids used to watch it when I'd be coming home from school or whatever like that. So I was well past my prime. Well, past my prime. I was well past the age where I should be watching this, but I would come and watch it with the kids and shit like that. So that but was a really was good show. Educational. That was the other thing too, is because they would take. 
uh like explorer ferdinand da, 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 da. and then they would like tell the story and like the games would be kind of molded around like his trek and then you would get to the hidden temple there at the end that's probably the one that they're talking about uh <laughs> sherry you would have loved this had you watched this yeah i think you would have liked legend of the hidden temple what about that's my number three big ray was a uh, where in the world is Gar- carmen said that was a game show right where, that would, that would be a game show world? as well yeah Carmen Sandy. So I'm I'm gonna do my uh my um honorable mention now. It didn't quite make the list. All right, if you don't mind. But um this was a great game show, and I, I'm sure this might be in a lot of people's list. And I know we're going past the top five, but there's just so many great uh game shows out there. I, some of them deserve to be mentioned. And the newlywed well. game. The newlywed game making whoopee, baby. Making. Here we go. This is my honorable mention before my number two. <laughs> I thought it was. This is uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? With Regis Filming. I can't do a Regis. That is a song. Bro, let me tell you something, man. Watching this show on television gave me fucking palpitations. Did you enjoy this show when you were younger? Yeah, dude, it was so awesome. I just, this is not in one of your top. This is not your top five, right? No. All right, well, I'm going to show you my number two. And my number two for you old folk like Bray are going to know exactly what it is. And you probably still watch it now with a different host. But this is the host I watched it with as a kid. Here we go. My number two. Boom, boom, and boom. TV's all-time favorites on Family Feud. Five days of feuds among the original cats of Leave It to Beaver, The Brady Bunch, Eddie Coat Junction, and your hit parade. Introducing for today's feud, The Brady Bunch Family. Florence Henderson, Robert Reed, Susan Olsen. I love this show. Christopher Knight. Even now. And Maureen McCormick. Reunited again. Ready for action. They don't do this Competing anymore, by the way. Against the Your Hit Parade family. I don't know who the fuck these Wait, the are. Hit Parade was there? Is that, is that like Hit Row? Giselle no, not Hit McKenzie. Row. Oh. It's Spud McKenzie. Lanson, right? I don't know who these people Andy are. Andy Russell. And Russell Arn. They look Joe Biden. Was that Joe it Biden? <laughs> that last guy. You know the Joe thing. Play the family and then you would have Richard Dawson come out and make out with everybody. This he comes out. I didn't even watch this whole clip. You make out with everybody. That is the man. And yeah, right in your mouth. Mm. Let me smooch you. Come here, baby. Let me lick you. Come here, guys. That was great. Let me kiss you. Right That's on the old school, brother. What do you think, guys? Did you like Family Feud? Did you like the old family? I actually, I got to tell you something. Um, they had so many hosts. Remember the guy that, that killed himself? Uh-huh. And Louis uh, Anderson. Yeah, Louis Anderson. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey's a great, I think he's a great host for um, Family Feud. I didn't think it was going to work with him. Um, I think Steve Harvey is probably my second favorite host of that fucking show. Yeah, Steve Harvey does a good job. Did, have you seen the one uh, where the they're like, name something that you would pass? 
and the guy rings in and he's like a joint and it was it was higher ray it was higher on the list than passing the collection the offering plate at church are you serious yes well what about the one where the guy says um name a place name a place that somebody can sit or a woman could sit or something like that and the guy's like my face and it was fucking like up there like number two <laughs> <laughs> well, pathetic. speaking of funny moments, Ray, I have a funny moment from the newlywed game. Uh, I think this one, like, uh, number one most blooper of like a game show. Um, we got it right here. Let me pull this. Mm -hmm. I think you know Chuck. Chuck Rollery was also You're another great host. Specifically, he was the weirdest place that you personally, girls, have ever gotten the urge to make whoopee. Uh. <laughs> in the ass? Yeah. No, no, it's the weirdest. What I'm talking about is the weirdest location, the weirdest place. Location? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Give me an answer, please. He said it was. Uh, in the car on the freeway. Apparently, in the car on the freeway is code for her butt. This was in the asshole. Yes. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's you. That's your what? Your number what? No, that's that's just. I was just showing that because that's a blooper. That's that's one of those honorable mentions, man. Chuck Woolery had a lot of good game shows. A lot of good game shows. There was the hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Pass. Oh, dude, that. That would have been on my fucking top list. You know what's an honorable mention for me, but I'm not going to show it. Um, remember Win, Lose, or Draw? Yeah, Win, Lose, or Draw was another good one. That was a really fun one, bro. When these have a, it was like one regular person, two regular people, and then they would have two celebrities as their teammates, and they would have to fucking draw shit. It was great, man. That was great. That was your number. Do you have your number two yet? I do have my number two, <laughs> Big Ray. Mm -hmm. uh, my number two. Right here. Let me pull this one up for you. Mm -hmm. Pull it out, Colin. This one. I'm gonna pull it right on out. Mm. Slap it on down on the table. Right there on the table. And, and he did now. And he did. Oh, double dare. It would be double dare, yes, sir. Uh, for me. Yeah, on your mark. Get set. That's when I was a kid, too, man. There were so many great hosts of these these game shows, like where they find these people and stuff like that. But Double Dare, uh, you you always had teams of two going at it, and even the family Double Dare. Uh, we went to Carewinds, and they had a live Double Dare where they were pulling people out of the audience to come on stage and do it. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get picked, but that would have been so much fun. The Gong Show was another good one. Love Connection, the do you dating remember, game, uh, great do you shows, the show guys. on uh, Password and Ray. Uh, finders keepers. I do. I th that one was a very finders. Oh, you know, it was a good one too. Hold on. I know I'm, I'm about to get my number one, but I got to find this. I'm see if I can find the intro for this. Um, why Colin's looking for his intro, but so many, let me see if I can find intro while Colin looks for his gimmick uh, in the pants. Yep. Here we go. I'm going to share this one. I don't know if you guys remember you this one. You got it? No, no, no. You're fine. You, you share yours. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to show this is an honorable mention, but I have to put it up there because this was, 
I used to love this show, and especially when I used to stay home sick as a kid. I used to watch this all the time. Here we go. See if you remember this one, guys. A nine-letter word. The clue is a man who needs glasses. This is the crossword game you've played all your life, but never quite like this. And it's Chuck Woolery. <laughs> he was the host of this. Two and two. Thank you, Jay Stewart. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Okay, that's enough. Do you remember Scrabble? Scrabble? Yeah, the, the game show. Vaguely. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, it was probably before your time, bro. You're probably still shitting in your diaper. Vaguely, vaguely. Just saying. Here we go right here. Uh, this is another honorable mention. This is not my number one yet, but we've got the finders, finders keepers here, right? Yeah, I don't remember that. You're watching Nickelodeon, you know, three. They always had good supers between their shows, too. Saturday. So Three bumpers. Danger Mouse. Get set to leave Nickelodeon this month. You can join them right here on their greatest cases. This coming Super Saturday, all morning long. Where Danger Mouse got to start? Right here. Nickelodeon. If you're a lizard hidden in this picture, then you could win a run through our prize-filled house, where what you find is what you keep on. I remember this. Finders, keepers. I remember this. Again, past my time, but I remember. The man with the hidden talent. Wasn't he like a bad guy in Karate Kid? I don't uh, know. Not the same guy? That was a good show. But Colin, I'm gonna, I tried to pull out one of the oldest versions, intro versions of my favorite show. As a matter of fact, Colin, I watched it yesterday morning on my birthday. I watched it this morning. And I'll watch it Friday morning before I leave to work. I watch this show every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, my favorite, my number one show. And it, it will always be my number one show. And I got to tell you, it's only changed host once. And I love the new host. I think he does a great job. It is this show. Here it comes. Tell me most exciting Fantastic prizes! The fabulous 60-minute price is right! Catherine the Bullets! Come on down! Oh, a Johnson, come on down. She's got a purse and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I didn't know. Look at that hair. Oh, my God, that's that 80s for sure. Look at goddamn 80s, Karen. 80s, early 90s. Look at this guy. You and the first four contestants on the price is right. And now, here is the star. I got to show this dude. Bye. WWE Hall of Famer. Cut your animals' balls off, guys. The price is wrong, bitch. I'm gonna play. Well, I'm gonna play one after your number one because 
you know, I think it's only fair. There's a lot of people that might not know about this one. You'll know about it, but I want to hear your number one first. <clears throat> well, Ray. <laughs> it's the king of game shows, Big Ray. It is The Price is Right. Where, if you go back and you watch old Price is Right episodes, you'll see that inflation is a real fucking thing. Where they could get a lot of this shit for so cheap. And now it's so fucking expensive. Now this is a mix, Ray, of of all the different ones from it's 72 and 2007 remix here. Um, but yeah, this show has been around for forever. Um, it is, it, I think Drew Carey was the perfect host uh, for uh, for this. I, ooh, hang on, wait. I, you might have to play this honorable mention real quick, bro. Yeah, go ahead. This is for my Latinos out there. And I don't know if anybody mentioned this or even said anything about this, but this shit was huge. Went on for decades. Sábado Gigante con Don Francisco. Do you know this? I know Sábado Gigante. You know what? Stand by. Hold on. I think they have an this might be the intro that everybody remembers. Iconic. Anybody know this? Sábado Gigante. Yeah, it's a variety show. That's right. Javi. Oh, man. It's not really a game show. It's a variety show. Still, this thing was on for fucking... Oh, I watch this right now, Con. I get a little choked up thinking about going to my grandparents' house. My parents watching it on Saturdays. Ah, la cosa conmigo. No, la cosa con ustedes. Porque estamos preparados ya para brindarle lo mejor de lo mejor en la televisión latina en todos los Estados Unidos, América del Sur, América Central, el Caribe. Y yes, America is great. El mundo porque usted está preparado ya. Say it. Porque está sintonizado Let con... Okay. I'm sorry, bro. Um, my God, dude, you don't. If you understood the joy I had in my heart watching this intro, um, again, great memories of my grandparents. Doses Corazones, yes, my God, Lawrence Weaver, yes, my man. My father loved that show, God rest his soul. Um, ah, fuck, man. That was cool, man. And then they would give, um, before that, they would give, uh, sometimes they would give Lucha Libre, like WWE in, in Spanish. It was good stuff, man. Well, Just, well, well, Ray, you know, The Price is Right hasn't changed much <laughs> since 1962, Ray. That's The Price is Right? The Hutch is an impressive two-piece design by Miracle Americana in Pennsylvania Dutch. How much do you think that is? Constructed of hand-finished, solid native pine. That's something. Handmade wood. It's filled with a that big-ass fucking cabinet, bro. What year is that? 1962. $225. Got to find out. Plus, China will be yours for the best bid. Oh, and the China is yours. Miracle Americana Incorporated, New York. And Royal 
Company Limited, New York. Bill, please. Boy, that's nice. So as you see it here, really, the hutch itself and all those kind of people. And, Ray, you're uh, wrong. They had a different minimum. host. Bill here was the original host of The Price is Right. You can start anyway, sir. Bob took over $200, after Bill. Bill. Okay, and then, uh, $400. then we got Drew Carey. Mr. Brown. $500. I said three. $700, Bill. So first time through, we go from two to seven. We're back to Mr. Thompson. $800, Bill. High is now 800 You, Mrs. Hoppy, are four. 900 Mr. Brown, you're five times. Even thousand dollars. Even thousand dollars there, Pat. That's a two hundred dollar raise, sir. I want no black people on my lawn. Thirteen hundred dollars. Mrs. Hoppy nine. Fourteen hundred dollars. Fourteen to the fourteen. We're back to the number bidding? one. Fifteen hundred. Yeah. You're twelve, man. Sixteen hundred. You're thirteen, sir. <laughs> Stick with your price, brother. Top freeze, Bill. Miss Hoppy is fourteen, <laughs> top of sixteen. Bidding's still wide open. Uh, 1700 Bill. Mr. Brown, you are, well, uh, this is your last bid. You're 15, top is 17. There are three of you left, and this is your last bid. $2,000. Miss Everton is 16. This is your last mm. bid. Lock it in. Yeah, lock it in. I'm staying with 13. The game. And minimum? 100. 2100 It's over, and you're high. Here are the bids. 2000 then sixteen hundred, a low of thirteen, and a high of twenty one hundred. Thirteen hundred. The white mink. Price could be fourteen hundred. Bro, she, all the she China. Did, she basically did the two thousand one. The actual retail price. I want two thousand and one. Two thousand five hundred seventy-two. Wow. Oh, wow! That thing is worth two thousand five hundred dollars. Buckshot says. Buckshot kid says one dollar. <laughs> How much would that be now? Dude, it would be like you know, Ms. Hoppy, 10, China's gonna make a, a couple grand. It'd be like at and least ten, fifteen thousand dollars, probably. Go with it. We that want is you to have this insane, bro. And she gets a fucking piano. Yeah. What? A wooden a handmade piano. Duo player piano console designed. How much would those things be worth, guys? It's in walnut finish. With Can you find any really old versions of oh, at least one more now, of one of our old shows? Yeah, let me see. So anyway. Uh, let's see, old game shows. My mouse is not willing to work. Can you imagine that shit, guys? Holy shit! So I'm thinking three hundred dollars. That was the original. That was one of the original bids. I thought it was gonna be around there, but I guess the china is probably the most valuable part. Maybe the wood, the whole wood thing itself. Well, I alone. think it being handcrafted wood. If it's like mahogany or some like really nice wood, especially like back in the day. Yeah. Man, and that 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 piano, that handcrafted wood piano, would be incredible. I don't know. Nowadays, you know how they 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 can't even say the name brand of it. They're like uh, these uh, three smartphones. And it's just like fucking three iPhones. You know, it's a fucking iPhone. <laughs> incredible. What are you looking up though? I'm just curious. Uh, looking up uh, classic game shows of the 50s and 60s. Here we go. Best game, best 60s game shows. All right. Uh, oh, what do you think is the best? Uh, this isn't even ranked. What was your number one, by the way? Uh, my number one is The Price is Right. Okay, that's right. So uh, sure. Let's see. So <clears throat> Jeopardy premiered in 1984, and this is supposed to be best uh, TV shows, best game shows of the 1960s. Mm -hmm. Je Jeopardy's number one. In 1960? It wasn't out in 1960, but for oh. some reason, it's number one on this Why list. Why would it be number one? It's so stupid. <laughs> so so uh, Match Game. Match Game is good. Uh, you would have Betty White. Patty Duke, Aww. Richard Dawson, Marsha Wallace. Uh, Match Game was a fun... That's the other one. Match Game was fun. Mm -hmm. And then Password. Uh, Password was another fun one. 
Uh, let's see. The Price is Right was around. Uh, let's make a deal. There was a there was a, a Groucho Marx game show. To tell the truth, that, I, we said that. Before, yeah, no, Colin. I know. But I'm going to find the clip from that one. All right, find that one, then we jump into our mail sack. So right now, Colin is looking vigorously. Let's go to the chat real quick. We have a uh, we have Canada Spaceman who says, "Freaking overpriced that shit." I bet. Uh, of course, that's what they do. Wait a minute, China cabinet was $2,500. Yes, everything was much cheaper. My father used to tell me he used to buy a whole fucking loaf of bread for five cents. Dude, you see how big that fucking China cabinet? That would be a bitch to fucking move. Let me see. Uh, let me go to Lawrence Weaver. He says, uh, on a good day, I can get 10 to 15 questions and always uh, failed Final Jeopardy. I always sucked at Final Jeopardy. I always sucked at Jeopardy, by the way. It, it depended. It depended on what categories. But if it was like geography, I was good. Um Sports, obviously. All right, Colin's got something here. It is 1957, right? All right, play it. Let's see if we know anybody who's on here. What is your name, please? My name is Jane Hayward. What is your name, please? My name is Jane Hayward. What is your name, please? My name is Jane Hayward. Two of these people are imposters. Only one of them is the real Jane Hayward. And is the only one sworn to tell the truth. And here is our host, Bud Kyer. Is he still alive? Geritol. Thank you very much. Good evening and welcome again. No, but he looks like he's using a blue yeti. We're in our panel endeavors to figure out which one of three challenges sworn to tell the truth. <laughs> to tell the truth is brought to you each week by Geritol, America's Ugh. number one tonic. The high potency tonic that helps you feel stronger fast. And now let's meet our cross. What is a fucking tonic? Like, what's in that thing? What is your name, please? My name is Polly Bergen. Don't know who you My are. My name is Ralph Bellamy. Never heard of you. My name is Kitty Carlisle. Like, My name is High Gardner. So I know Kitty Carlisle because she used to make the rounds on a lot of these shows. Are those are celebrities? Uh, yeah, did that guy say his name was Ty Gardner? Yeah, I don't Hayward. know who that is. Only one is the real Jane Hayward. The others immediately assume that identity, and they do not have to stick to the truth. This is interesting to watch. The panel in front of you are copies of an affidavit which I am about to read. Will you please follow along from your copies? Excuse me while I drink my Geritol. I, Jane Hayward, am an industrial <laughs> nurse in New York. Before coming to this country from England, I was a pig farmer and a stock car racing driver. Uh, Nursing is not new to me. One of those three As a nurse during cars. World War II, the middle one. I was twice called to Buckingham Palace and decorated. Well, that was like six feet tall. And once her. by the Queen for heroism under fire. I think the middle Signed, one. She looks like she's Jane been through Hayward. shit. <laughs> <laughs> been in war. We're gonna watch this whole thing. Oh. So then they basically come down and the, the <clears throat> panelists ask them questions. Well, who was it? Can we find out at the end who was it at least? Oh, yeah. You want me to fast forward? Yeah, let's see who the fuck it was. Fuck it. Stock car racing. Oh, oh wait, they, hang they... on. Wait, let's get the Geritol commercial in here. Oh, please. Yes. Because I want to find out what the fuck is in Geritol. New York's Chinatown. Oh, oh God. Oh, we got a different. Shop, I also act as sub agent and collect Which... gas and electric cute, bills for the utility company. I also issue money orders. In my spare oh, time. Okay, hang on. Right here. All right. You got a Jared talk Close you right down there on number one. But in any event, let's see what we have without consultation. Will you mark your ballots, panel? All right. All right come, come on, guys. Mark so their ballots. Select number one. Number, number two. One. Number two. 
Or number three. I think it's number two, Colin. Because like I said, Lexi, you've been through shit. For every I'd be incorrect vote. Who do you think, Colin? All right, Polly. I'm thinking number three. No. Put your number in the chat, guys. Who do you think right. it is? Have you voted? One, two, or three, chat. <laughs> you got to do it quick. <laughs> Without watching the show at all. Pick on me. I voted for number one. Uh, mm. Joe, she got a face like somebody just killed somebody. I have a reason, don't I? Yes. Buckshot Kiss says Patrick uh, Ewing. Actually, I haven't any idea, excepting that... <laughs> That she looked like she might have worked in... I don't know. They all answered everything right. <laughs> I still think that, too. I don't know. Something about her eyes. I'd love to have come up with something very intelligent. All right, come on. Hurry up. I couldn't. Well, I'll come up with something intelligent and tell you what an awfully good show you had last Saturday night. Ralph, what oh, about God. your vote? Number three. I just think she uh, answered a little more quickly and fully than the others. It's you can tell that guy. It ain't too sure. Drinks Number a fucking one. Chardonnay. Well, I don't know. She just looked like she might have behaved with heroism under fire. I'm sure the others could have too. But under fire? You felt that way. Why is it really talk like that back in the day? I for number two. Uh, I think mostly because she has that glint in her eye. She looks like she could go from raising hogs to. Uh, That's what I said. Sort of coping with road hogs. Ooh. <laughs> I know it's bad. All right. She's got that glint in the eye. Along with my nice stems. Something, whatever it is. But there are reasons that <laughs> I want to nice pair of stems. Now, right. find out which one of these three ladies. Right, now they stand up. Decorated nurse. All right, let's see. Will the real Jane Hayward. I'm excited. Please stand up. That's where they do the awkward look at each other to see who's going to mm -hmm. stand up. Number three, no. <laughs> oh, you fucking oh, number one got that face. Right? Number one. God damn it. Can you get a Gerald Hall commercial real quick? <laughs> We could go to our, our fucking. Uh, yeah, hang on. It was right around where the Asian contestants Thank were. Thank you very much. Now, That's fucking two, racist, Colin. Who are you really, and what do you do? Uh, my name is Lila Prague. Nobody cares. I'm the secretary to the producer of the Steve Allen Show. Oh my god, she speaks like this. There it is. Of Chinese fortune cookies in the oh, country. God, Colin, what kind of racist shit are you putting in? Leong. <clears throat> this is brought to you by Lucky Strike. 10 out, of, 10 out of 15 doctors smoke Lucky Strike. All right, panel. These three ladies all claim to be Margaret Leong, writer of fortunes for Chinese fortune cookies. She writes so fortunes for Chinese fortune cookies. Fuck. This round with High Gardner, right? Well, this is pretty fucking one, racist. Uh, tell me, who was Shavy Lee? Oh, my gosh. It shows the... Th you see it, well, but it doesn't want to go dude, to Go a little further. Right, go back right there. Margaret Leong. Go before it. Manufacturer How about Googling? Electric. How about YouTubing a, a, a 1950s Geritol like, commercial? No, it looks like it says laxative. Baby new, laxative, advanced. Is that what it is? I don't know. I, I can't find it. Don't worry, Colin. You're terrible at this. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to close this out. But before we do that, we always jump into... You have something there, Colin? No, no. I got to pull up the chat. The, okay. the, the, the emails. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time... For the mail sack. Wrong fucking song, guys. Sorry about that. I'll play the mail sack gimmick right now. I don't have the mail sack. Here we go. Mail sack, mail sack. 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 All right, it's the mail sack. Now, Colin, boy, do I have a treat for you, Colin. 
before you even jump into the mail sack, I have something special for you. Are you ready for this, Colin? Yeah, what's that? So here's the deal. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually fade this out really quickly. I'm gonna see you playing this here. Colin, let's talk about one of our favorite people in the world who just passed away. She is actually in this very old commercial from I believe 1960, 1954. It's Betty White. Me. Betty White's in a Geritol commercial. Oh my god. Are you are you feeling as good as we feel today? I sincerely hope so. But I'd especially like to talk to you housewives and mothers, and you're really busy gals that just keep going all the time. Sometimes as you go about your daily routine, you get the feeling that you just don't have enough energy to finish out the day. That is Betty White. Well, if you do feel that way or anybody in your family feels that way, don't just ignore it and wait for it to go away. It's a better idea to check with your doctor. Because remember, that weak, rundown condition may be due to undernourished blood. It's Geritol. Doctors have a special name for it. They call it iron deficiency anemia. Uh But we call it tired blood. (laughs) And to feel stronger fast, I wish you'd give Geritol a try. This is the fast-acting... That's that's how she lives so long, Ray. She ran out of Geritol. It really begins to strengthen iron-poor, tired blood in just 24 hours. She probably drank that shit every day. Just one day for Geritol iron to be in your bloodstream. Carrying strength and energy to everyone. You do a commercial for us, we'll give you a lifetime supply of Geritol. Every part of your body. You ran out for a lifetime supply. And just two tablespoons, just this little bit, contains twice the iron in a pound of calf's liver. What? Whoa. And it's good tasting, too. <laughs> Hold on. Bro, she fucking shot that shit back. Hold on. Really no look chance. at her face. Let's look at her face real quick before she drank this shit. You ready? Let's look at this one. Look at her face. We'll look, watch her eyes. Oh, and it's good tasting too. No, it's not. So if you do feel weak and run down, or if anybody in your family complains of similar problems, get Geritol, either the liquid or the tablets. Uh, Let's go with the tablets. I'm just saying. That was a. Oh my gosh, Ray, Ray, our our sack is fulleth today. Oh Jesus! All right, all right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, do you need to take some Geritol so we can get through this? Um, no, we're good. Let's go. All right, this first one. Comes from Josh Floberg. Big fan of game shows. My top five. Uh, number five, Supermarket Sweep. Oh, good one. Number four, Scrabble. Number three, Wheel of Fortune. Number two, Press Your Luck, 80s. And number one, Price is Right, Bob Barker. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the podcast and keep it up. This sacks of Josh. Hey, Josh, this next one. It's from the lovely and talented Lizbeth. Lizbeth. Hey, guys. If Evil Genius was my time to shine, game shows are one of my weaknesses. Mm. I love a good game show, and one may be a bucket list item for me. Uh, Number five, the price is right. I have only one reason, Plinko. I want to play Plinko. Me too. Number four, uh, Wheel of Fortune. My mom and dad were huge crossword puzzle people. As a kid, it was a game show I could watch with them and maybe get an answer right every now and then. Uh, Before the pandemic, one of my friends and I actually went to tryouts. When the Wheel of Fortune Winnebago came through my area, sadly, neither of us got on stage for a practice game. Maybe next time. Uh, I saw one of those at the local mall here, too, before COVID. They were doing the uh, the tryouts. Uh, Number three, name that tune. Oh, I'm a huge good one. So anything where I can put that to use is a win for me. I can totally name that tune in two notes. 
number two, Supermarket Sweet. Okay, who didn't want to be on the show back in the day? I'd always get aggravated when people didn't pick the high dollar items to load up their carts. I still want to be on the show with my childhood bestie or my local bestie. We kick ass at the show. And number one, Jeopardy. I have this insane amount of random Jeopardy knowledge in my brain. No idea where uh, some came from, but it's all stuck in there waiting for random chances to get out. Growing up, my mom and dad watched, and I watched every night. When I was younger, my dad always beat us out, but as I grew older, it was a race to see which of us could get the answer first. Uh, when my dad passed, it took me almost a year to be able to watch again. I tried out mm-hmm. once when I was in my late 20s, but didn't get picked. I'm sad that I didn't get to appear with Alex, who is by far the very best game show host of all time. This is still on my bucket list. Have a great week and a happy belated pie day. Thanks. Thank you. Like my how dear. her like email ended right as like the song like ended in recent. It was like fucking perfect. All right, this next one, Ray, mm. uh, comes from. Uh, do you remember old Aldi Sasanto? Yes, Last of course. Bag. Yeah. Oh, he returned our our our, our gimmick. The gentleman. I'm going to share my screen for this. Uh, he sent us. He sent us some logos, Ray. No, he didn't. Uh, based off of what he hears on our show. Okay, I'm excited this. for this, guys. For those who didn't watch this, this this guy emailed us saying that he wanted to uh, make logos for our shows with terrible English, and it, it was it was it was like a whole paragraph long, maybe two paragraphs, all one run on sentence, if you know what I mean. So, what do you got there, Colin? He's- uh, I'm gonna have to share my entire screen for some reason. Uh, I don't give a shit. What'd you do, Colin? Okay. Oh, that's that's creepy. That's not okay. Right here. Uh, hello. Thank you for your reply. As you mentioned, I imagined mascot jugs mm. or mascot bearded clams, perhaps with a ridiculous looking expression. Maybe oh, like this, maybe like this one here, right? Embrace the beard. <laughs> now, this is not one that we can have, Ray. He specifically says, um, Sherry, hold uh, on. Sherry, Sherry's in the chat. Sherry, put a picture of Sherry's bearded clam. What the fuck? All right, so uh, so uh, I have some references for you that I got from the internet. Just thinking how we are going and not going to make it the same as that because it belongs to someone else. A set of jugs on the table or a set of jars on a shelf. They'll have a ridiculous face. That'd be great. But I tend to like two bearded clams with ridiculous faces like references. What do you think? If you have a reference image related to your suggestion that you like, you can attach it to me. How does he? Does he want me to like staple it to his forehead? Uh, it will be very helpful. I will make you a rough sketch after you choose, and it will be nice to work with you. Thank you. Right, and he sent us another picture. What is that supposed to be? They're jugs. That uh, clearly, he's sending these yeah. pictures from someone else. Um, oh, oh, hi. Uh, there is another sample of my design result, at, and then he gives us his fiver. Uh, please let me know if you are interested in our discussion and decide. To start this project, uh, I'm sure a podcast that is run with a mature and consistent. Okay, he's never listened to this podcast. If no, he's not this thing mature. Is run with mature and consistency. Uh, I will have many listeners <laughs> and be able to survive with many competitors. As a good start, you need to create a patented logo, of course, with eye catching logo. Thank mm, you. Not like ours. Not like ours. Not eye catching at all, Big Ray. Well, I have I have a question for this gentleman. Why are you gay? Who says I'm gay? You are gay. Bro, that dude. 
That is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Cherry says her jugs are better. Oh yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, Sherry, right. when you come, so you coming on next week, right? Colin's running the show next week, so this next email. Hello, Colin and Ben Ray. It's Buckshot. Hope all is well. I'm watching you on Twitch. Everyone follow the ridiculously random pod and on YouTube, hit the like and smash the subscribe. Now my top five game shows. Yeah. Number five, Acting Crazy. Number four, The New Liars Club. What is that one? Number three, Video and Arcade. Top ten. Number two, Jeopardy. Number one, Supermarket Sweep. Still waiting for a top five porn movies. <laughs> Uh, now I want to show you a pair of tits. Oh, he sent us a picture of tits. Finally, like we're really getting the real pair of tits. My screen here. Yeah, oh, a nice fuck. pair of tits. You checking my lotion? Thank you, Wolfers. You said my NFTs are better. Yeah. You want to see? You want to see my N- NFTs whenever we're done, Ray? No. I'll show you my NFTs. No, I want to go to bed as soon as we're done. What is this? What is that? They look like a couple of tit mouses. Uh, what is a tit mouse, Colin? It's a bird. Couple tits. What a fucking waste of my life. Another another week being teased. You terrible people. All right. I don't want to see. I want to see whatever. All right. You want to see some jugs? No. Okay. Howdy, ridiculous randos. This one's from Wolfers. First off, my internet hit the shits last week. Oh. I think the convoy smog made the five G towers feel sick. So I got to go some of the top five evil nerds. Five from South Carolina. Not just kidding. I've long forgot them. Uh, anyways, my real top five. Light Yagami from Death Note. Uh, number four, Ben Franklin, George Hudson, and William Willett. Yes, these three more or less created Daylight Savings Time. Uh, Joseph, Joseph Mengele. Yes, but Daylight Savings Time was a joke. Ben Franklin was making a joke. Uh, Joseph Mengele hits uh, Shoe Tucker and uh, Woodless Woodrow Wilson. The 28th president who actually changed America in the worst way possible. And now the top five game shows, or gam shows, nah. as he put it. Number five, no whammies, no gammies. It's pressure luck. Yes. Number four, ring the foghorn. It's the price is right. Mm-hmm. Number three, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Oh, good one. No. Number two, wheel of fortune. And number one, the greatest of them all. Jeopardy. Okay. I do have a question. It's been an interesting past few weeks since the People's Convoy have arrived. The the People's Convoy and the the millions millions. Uh, the traffic is back to pre twenty nineteen standards. I do my best to keep neutral at these things, but I do think it's a setup for something big that is going to happen with WWE three World War three. That is uh, an economic crash, a new COVID variant, and so many other things looming. At this time, it looks like something bad is brewing. Do you guys feel like something big is going to happen? Aside from that, have a great weekend. Stay safe, and let's hope for the best in life. Your boy, Gammy with the Whammy, sent from my Jeopardy podium. I won't take face slaps for $5. Uh, do, you, do you know what it sounds like when uh, Gammy hits you with the Whammy? Big right uh, yeah, I have it right here. Ready? I thought I had it right there. Oh, I have here it is. Ow! Roadhouse. Exactly what it sounds like. Right. Uh, this next one comes from Kibbles and Bits. Evening, Ooh. gentlemen. I he's hope you both today. had a great he's week not, so far. Is, is he here today? I think he is. He's in the chat. Here are my top five game shows. Number five, Cash Cab. 
When I worked at a hospital, all the staff during break would watch it and guess along. It was a good bonding experience, and I liked the unique concept. I always wondered if he would have gotten mugged one day. Cash Cab, definitely one of those I used to love watching. Eight out of ten cats. It's a British game show that was funny mainly because of the cast like Jimmy Carr, Frankie Boyle, and Sean Locke. I would recommend watching the Carrot in the Box game to get an idea of the show. I think I have seen uh I think I've seen eight out of ten cats before. The box game uh is is very Sorry. interesting. Uh, MXC most extreme elimination challenge. It's hilarious, pure and simple. The team's challenge is a great announced team of all time. Also, Guy LaDouche. Uh number two, Battlebots. Robotic Mayhem is the greatest thing I love to binge on. Love the concepts, love the team names, and it just grabbed your attention. Number one, The Running Man from the movie The Running Man. I'm all for making it a reality at the rate the world is going. Anywho, nothing eventful or interesting happening this week, so I would like to give some potential suggestions for top fives for your consideration. He gave us a shit ton of top fives. That's all for now. Stay hydrated and have a good night. Uh, mm. uh, Big Ray, uh, top five punchable touch, top five punchable faces is uh one of his uh suggestions uh you're definitely on a lot of people's list for that one ray I'm, i don't have a punchable face uh yes oh, fine. uh this next one comes from canada spaceman uh the price is right had some cool gimmicks uh but i hated it that was the only good tv show in the mornings when something better could have also been on another channel i did not name any canadian tv game shows like definition or pitfall just american ones and he gave me links for definition and pitfall Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, Bowling for Dollars. Oh, good one. That number was a good one. Four, the $25,000 Pyramid. Another great one. Fuck, I forgot about uh, that. Number three, Jeopardy. Number two, Hollywood Squares. And number one, I love uh, tied for first place, Match Game or Name That Tune. Fuck, dude, Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares is uh, X with the block. Forgot about that one, man. That was a good one. James J. J. Bullock, a perennial uh, square. AJ Dillon? No, not the same guy. Hey, y'all. Hope y'all are having a great week. I'm going to do my best to tune in tonight. My top five game shows are the original ones, of course. Number five, the newlywed game. I just love making Whoopi. I added that part. She didn't say <laughs> Of course. Oh, uh, she didn't say no, no, Number four, Joker's Wild. Number three, Card Sharks. Card Sharks. Match Game. And number one, Price is Right. Forgot about Card Sharks. Have a great week. Love y'all. Sherry. Well, thank you for joining us this week, Sherry. Yes. Oh, what? Just because it's Big Ray's birthday. Enjoy my beautiful melons. I know where this is going, Colin. Yeah, she sent us a picture. I'm disappointed her. once again. Dude, she sent you a picture of her boots. Trust me, I'm looking at her boots right now. Are they delicious melons? Big melons? They are. They're pretty big melons. Are they bare? Are they bare? Yeah. Yeah, they're totally bare. They're bare for the world to see. Big Ray. Gonna, Show let me, me. Let me. Let me. Uh, let me line up. Mm-hmm. Cherry's old tits here. Mm-hmm. Her, her Sonic's melons. already booing. He knows what's going on. <clears throat> Sonic's already booing. So- yes. Sonic and Sonic's in the chat. Sonic's What's up, Sonic? Chat, Sonic Headrat. When did you sneak in here, Sonic? With his new fucking cool uh his new his his Sasha Banks sunglasses. I threw a Macho Man sunglasses. Um, same, same all right, are right. you ready? Close your eyes, Ray. All right, they're closed. Close, close your eyes. Mm-hmm. All right, open them. Wow. <sighs> her uh her melons are kind of wrinkly, Ray. Like veiny. 
looking. All right, Colin, can we move on? What? Are you not appreciative that she would send a picture of her melons? Colin. Ray. Enough. Ray, don't be like that. Don't be like that to Sherry. Whatever. That is Whatever. She, she bared her melons for the world to see. How dare you? Oh, this last one oh. comes from Scott Woodford. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what uh, order these are in. So, uh, Double Dare. <laughs> Whose fun. line is it, anyways? Mm, good Fear one. Factor. Match Fear game. Factor. Deal or no deal. Good one, too. Uh, Fear Factor, definitely. There's one thing you don't know about me, Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, when he was laying down in the worms, he took the newspaper. He just oh, we forgot about. Uh, look, did you forget about her milkers? No, Colin, just leave the milkers alone. Just please, I love you too, Sherry. God damn it, that's Ray right now. <laughs> He's just so sad, so sad. Whatever, damn. Colin froze. Thank God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Colin's frozen. He's probably done for the night. So I'm going to bid you guys all a goodbye. I swear to God, he's frozen. He's probably, it's probably the internet just shit out already. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask you guys to follow Colin at Colin Wysong on all social media. I swear to God, this is not me. This is him. Let me just play. Let me just play out here. How do I stop this goddamn thing? I don't know. What am I doing here? Here we go. So Colin's frozen with a stupid, goofy face. Perfect timing because we were going to sign off anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, join us back here next Wednesday night at 1030 p.m. I swear to God, this guy just fucking bailed out on me. It's all good. Guys, check out the A show. All right. I'm going to let me see if I can pull this gimmick up here. Where's the A show gimmick? God damn it. Ah, who fucking cares? You know, follow the opinion haver. You know, twitch.tv backslash the opinion haver. He's got a really cool fucking Twitch channel. Love watching him fucking uh, play video games at night. And you can follow us here, ladies and gentlemen. Follow us on Twitter at Colin Weissong, me at Big Ray Hernandez, the podcast at Your Random Pod. And also follow me on TikTok. Did I mention that before? I might have mentioned that before. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Check out the A show. You know where to go. Check me out and do not vote for Colin for producer of the year because he fucking sucks. Ladies and gentlemen, I always say I would do this for a living, but if I couldn't, I'd do podcasts anyway. Why? Because I love doing podcasts. I don't I don't fucking know anymore. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us this week. Fucking cool. I appreciate you all. We love you. And what better timing to have Con- Oh, fuck. He's back. <sighs> Goodbye. Colin, you want to say goodbye? We're signing off. Bye, everybody. With my terrible internet. Your internet sucks. Stop stealing it. I'm here to date your six-year-old. That's terrible. Oh, well. We'll see you guys next week or nine days from tonight. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. What did you just say?